0: Hey everybody, I'm Mark. I'm Alex. And this is The, the Shot, Shot Pod. Pod.
1: Excuse me, I'm just going to pour two shots of vodka over here. <laughs>
0: I am the liquor man. <laughs> 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 you yeah, anybody know where you can get a fucking drink around here?
1: Nah, <laughs> uh, good times, good times. Mark, how you doing, man? I am doing all right. How are you? Uh, Christmas spirit, bro. I don't know about you, but I hear That's the right. I hear the music in the Dollarama. I hear the, the music in the... I was at the beer store before I came, uh, came up here tonight so I could grab our beers for us. Yeah. And they're in there. <laughs> 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 and then I'm in the lineup. People are just like, is this hippie looking motherfucker singing Christmas? The sing's Christmas song? <laughs> and then as soon as I get up to the register, she's like, oh, how are you? I'm like, I fucking hate Christmas carols. How are you? <laughs> no, I don't
0: actually. <laughs> I was inside a client's house last night and... I felt like I was in the North Pole. Like they had so much decor up. Like it looked like Christmas threw up inside their place all over the place. And I was like, this is amazing.
1: Ho ho! (laughs) Candy cane (laughs) mess everywhere. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. I loved it. So I do want to ask Christmas specials. Any Uh, any sentimental specials from when you were growing up?
1: Uh, I've got a few actually. Um, They're unorthodox though, they're not traditional style. So. Um, one of them is my favorite Family Guy Christmas special. I have to watch every year, and I watch it with my mom. And I used to watch it with my sister when she still spoke to me. <laughs> uh, we would all sit around, and it was the one where they go to the North Pole and they find little skinny crippled Santa, and all the elves have been inbreeding, and the to- they're all—you know what I mean? It's just like you know. The more you, you all you people do is first you just wanted like a to- first you just wanted like a, a rocking horse and this, and now you want an eye and in a car and all this crazy. Stuff. We can't keep up. It's genius. And then of course there's all I really want for Christmas. Christmas this year song. It's, it's it, <laughs> um, I can't remember. Lois has one of the best lines. they got there's so many good lines in that that uh it's all I really want for Christmas this year. Do 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 do, 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 do. It's all I really want for Christmas this year. I can watch that episode. I was waiting for Lois's
0: line. you like, she has one of the best lines. Anyway. I know. It's <laughs> something about going to the
1: to, to, the Dominican with two black guys and some blow or something. <laughs> That's the line. It's so funny. I love. It. I don't know it off my heart though, but it's a great one. So that uh, I can't remember. What, oh, I wish I could remember the season. I every year I have to go through and go, which season was that again? <laughs> and and click it because it's the. There's a bunch of. There's what 17 or 18 fa- uh, Family Guy seasons now. Yeah. So there's lots of Christmas specials, but the One where Stewie and Brian, it's called Road to the North Pole is the name of the episode. And it's, I think it's a two-parter maybe. And they go to um, the North Pole and it's just it's just really, I think it was a cool lesson. My sister was a young kid. She was like, uh, yeah, I'm a little fucked. Seven or eight. When I first time, I probably let her watch that. And it was just a good lesson to instill in her like, you know, which I probably would do to my own children if I end up pumping them out at some point. You know, sit them down and say, be, you know, don't want everything. You know what I mean? Because when I was a kid, we didn't get. And we, it was like a couple gifts. You know, calm down. You know, we got a budget, motherfucker. Yeah. And whereas kids these days, it's just like they get everything. It's yeah. nuts. So, that's a one for me. Well, uh, you toss one at me now. What's a traditional one?
0: Uh, for me, one of the bigger ones uh, would be Garfield's Christmas. Oh,
1: fantastic! Fantastic it's, fucking It's not one you see every year anymore. Nope. And it's Canadian. That's a Canadian cult thing. This is a yeah. Canadian conversation right here, bud. That's how it fucking just <laughs> went right there, bud. We we're talking about our favorite members of the group of seven there a couple weeks ago. <laughs> now we're talking to- <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, the
0: carols that were created in that. We're great. Everything uh, from Odie putting to, to rest, even Garfield putting to rest his feud with Odie. Yeah. And and yeah. just kind of like, hey, I got you. Something I love when they go Odie, to see like, the family
1: on the farm. I love, I always loved the extended characters and- <laughs> of Garfield that, that nobody knew about. Like the, what's the little, the little gray kitten that he hates?
0: I don't remember. But either way, she's yeah.
1: up there on the farm, and he's like, God, oh, motherfucking can that cat. <laughs> you know what I mean? But even he's like, gives her a gift at the end of it. Like, I, I do love that special. Garfield special is amazing. The, and the, um, the, the fact that the
0: adults, who are still the kids in this story, yeah, yeah. are still like, hey, Dad, is it time to open presents yet?
1: <laughs> it's like, it's 4 o'clock in the morning. Uh, Charlie Brown Christmas, I mean, I don't, I'm not going to pretend I watch it every year, but it's one of those ones where, like, actually, I was just talking with a friend of mine the other day, and we were like, we should throw that on one night, and we're hanging out, you know, smoking some weed, just chilling out, because I do love the, it's, it's all about the music, it's all about the music, and, you know.
0: So I want to talk about something. Uh, massive spoilers for anybody who hasn't watched the new Home Alone. If you haven't watched the new Home Alone... No, I'm one of them. Uh, okay, well, you might want to skip this part. <laughs> I, did,
1: I did. I'm did. i just going to turn the podcast off here <laughs> for myself. No, I saw this fucking hilarious meme with Macaulay Cogan, and it wasn't a meme. It was just um, he did an interview, I guess, recently, and someone's like, "Do you want, would you watch... Um, Home Alone. If 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 you were like, do you watch it? Have you ever watched? He's like, well, sometimes if I'm at a girl's oh, yeah, house, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, whatever gets their motor going. I was yeah. like, buddy, that that guy's game is so on par. <laughs> Just so much game. It's not even
0: funny. <laughs> so Home Alone three sucked. Home Alone four sucked. Home Alone five sucked. This one, Home Sweet Home Alone, I actually enjoyed a lot. It was written by John Hughes, who I believe wrote the first story. Is Donald Trump in it? <laughs> no. Too bad. Too bad. Too <laughs> bad. And uh, this one puts the focus on the so-called criminals who aren't criminals. In this, it's th- in this one, it's it's more so the spoiled little kid who's ah, okay. who's the bad
1: <laughs> you, being. The Family Guy does the. <laughs> You sent it to me oh, today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, watch out for those cars. Oh, thanks, buddy. Oh, look, there's ice on the stairs. We better not go down there. Yeah, let's just not go down there. Hey, you guys, I have a petrol. <gasps> <laughs> Shoots them right in the head. <laughs> love it. Fucking love it. It's just like, yep, that's how it gets done. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's uh, pack up this shit. So, Home Sweet Home
0: Alone is actually kind of sad. Like, it's it has... Uh, a depressing undertone to it mm-hmm. so the idea is it's a couple uh, a married man and woman who do have kids but while their kids are out they're listing the house for sale because <laughs> the father doesn't have a job and they can't afford the house on a single salary who can these fucking days yeah so this is the entire theme of the movie and then the guy has a collection of uh some antique dolls and one of them has an upside down face where it was a rare item and it's worth a certain amount of money that the guy is like, Hey, well we can use this to, to pay our mortgage for a few months so we could we don't have to sell. But this kid, the kid of the movie doesn't necessarily take it, but they think that this kid okay. t- took it. And every time they say, Hey, we want to talk. They're too busy getting bombarded yeah, by the ambush.
1: Right. Kind of made so, me, kinda so made me a, think about something there.
0: So it's a big giant misunderstanding that this movie is, but it's pretty but sad. But classic pranks. The classic yeah. pranks are there, right? Classic pranks,
1: and then like, it gets are they the clever? P- Do you go, oh, yeah, yeah? Okay, good. Because yeah. I, I don't know. Like you said, Home Alone four. <laughs> I remember watching like twenty <laughs> minutes and be like, fuck, man, I could have wrote this while I was taking a shit with like high on acid. Like this is a horrible movie. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, the, the main characters are so likable. Um, I don't know the actor's name, but you remember Pete from Deadpool too yes the guy who just saw the ad and showed up otherwise nicknamed sugar bear (laughs) (laughs) so he's excuse me he's the guy in it and ellie kemper aka Aaron, aka
1: kimmy schmidt yeah is the 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 mom in it Ah, in the new one yeah oh i'm done Soul. i'm watching it i (laughs) fucking love ellie kemper she's one of my favorite actresses i fucking love her like she's not only super adorable and like not hard to watch but she's Excuse me. she's also really funny and she's like I loved her on The Office I loved her character and then when I saw her in Kimmy Schmidt I just I wish she'd do some stand up yeah. I'd go see her man she'd be dope as hell but yeah she's cool her and Tina Fey are tight yeah. I'd love to see them do a movie together oh, <laughs> Tina Fey and Ellie Kemper starring in a movie together about two women crossing the country who hate each other yeah, strange so,
0: sisters. So, home sweet home alone got a lot of hate when it was first announced. Like, oh man, it's like just a everything. reboot. Oh my god, it's just and it's like okay, just just shut up and, and maybe see what it's about. And I've actually seen it twice now. Enjoyed it both times. It's it's rewatchable. Written by John Hughes. Has a lot of uh similar uh, similar scores from uh John Williams. Williams, yeah. yes,
1: Star Wars guy. If anybody who doesn't know,
0: <laughs> yeah. So it's it has a lot of the same mu- music as well as some, some new. I was super violent. excited
1: last week we didn't get sued for humming the Star Wars theme. I was like, because we made the joke that Disney would be <laughs> on, at the door. Um, oh, do you want to talk a little politics real quick at okay. some point? Okay. Did you hear about all the Disney uh, executives that are on, that are, get, that are that that stepped down like four or five? Not, not ones that we know, not Kathleen or anybody like that. But I mean like, you know, people that no one knows their name because they're part of the whole Epstein trial thing.
0: Oh, no, I can show
1: you on my phone later if you want a little conspiracy talk. So there's a big list that's out there of uh, everybody that's on this, you know, uh, Weinstein's rat list basically (laughs) wants, you know what I mean? Hey, here's all the people who helped me molest these kids (laughs) basically, (laughs) right? That he's, and the Disney company's listed on the docket and there's like five or six people that are like, you know, up and up in management that aren't like Kathleen Kennedy or the president or like the people that we know in the public eye who just don't work there anymore. And it's happening with other companies too. So that's kind of interesting. But yeah, um backtrack to the home alone thing I just, yeah I think it's kind of for Disney like the most you know it's the family company I have Disney plus you know like I'm just saying that it's just like yeah sorry about those kids uh, we're gonna fire the, these
0: people I promise behind the <laughs> curtains of Disney is always like the corrupted. well oh, I mean the, even
1: back in the 50s he was just like wake me up when the Jews are gone you know what I mean like that. Yeah. that's the family guy joke with Walt Disney yeah. <laughs> they wake him up and he's like put me back to sleep <laughs> he's super anti-semitic right I just love that joke like he wasn't yeah. a nice guy <laughs> (laughs) He started one of the coolest companies on the planet.
0: Had some of the most racist
1: cartoons. But he's one of the worst people in history. (laughs) You know what I mean? He's an innovative, horrible person. Yeah. But uh, anyways, I think that that whole thing's kind of interesting. I'm sitting here watching Disney Plus, and I'm just like, am I supporting this? (laughs) Like, (laughs) is my $8 a month going to children disappearing? I'm starting to wonder. (laughs) Fuck!
0: (laughs) Then then you think of uh, all the other... All the other adult undertones in like classics, where like you had the the penis on the the Yo, cover of the dude. the
1: VHS video. For I've watched a hundred videos on the subliminal messages in Disney. Yeah. Yeah. Naked
0: written in the stars in Lion King. No, it was sex sex written in the start there's
1: a couple of them actually I've, I've and some of them i gone back and watched and went oh shit yeah actually i like doing that now i was watching phantom menace last night and you know the scene <laughs> where padme's in the full get up looking out the window like yeah. ominously like <gasps> but and, and then you can see the it's plugged in because her dress lights up and there's a plug <laughs> i actually paused it and went oh shit it's legit <laughs> and it's
0: obvious they did that plug is right there I don't even remember what Tamara and I were watching. We were watching something, and I turned around and did the yahoo! she's like what are you doing i was like remember alex singing the duel of the
1: fates (laughs) (laughs) i was watching that last night that's why i was just stressed whenever i get like i told you we were talking about the office of star wars you know you get super stressed last night was a calm down alex watch attack of the clones everything will be okay night so i had one it was good stuff but yeah, yeah no i did a. it was good stuff um Let's digress back to the home alone okay.
0: thing. Uh, so other Christmas movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like not, not just the specials
1: now, movies. Um, What's it called? National Lampoon's Christmas oh Vacation. Yeah. Still, I mean, it's probably been a few years since I watched it, but it probably happened this year because it's just so goddamn good. And I was watching Community. So I've got a oh Chevy yeah. Chase hard on right now. I want to go back and watch <laughs> some of his old stuff. I asked stuff.
0: one of my coworkers, because um, I guess the song came on the radio from uh, Christmas Vacation. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man. And he's like, what? I'm like, you haven't.
1: What
0: you haven't seen what? Christmas Vacation? He's like, no. I
1: was like, what? Are you kidding me? I get blown away. How old is this guy? He's twenty four. Oh, I was gonna say. So, so I have some a lot of friends in this twenty four to tw- twenty nine age group, right? So, yeah, like, you know, they're somewhere between ten years and five years younger than me. And it blows my mind what they know and they don't know. So here's, I was playing a gig the other week. Um, Alex Cobbett music. <laughs> Check it out on <laughs> Facebook. Uh, I was playing this gig and I was like. I had a set list, right? And I was like, they're not going to know this. I was going to play Damn It by Blink-182, right? Yeah. it's like, no, these fucking 20-year-old kids. And they were like, well, some of them were 19, 20, 25, you know. I think the oldest person there was the, it was my buddy Will, <laughs> who's like 32. And yeah. I played it, and everyone knew it. Every single one of these kids was up just like, it's all right to tell me. And I was like, oh, shit, you know, this came out in 98. What yeah. the fuck? Or 97. And then I played... Um, Sometimes I was like, oh, if they know that, they'll know. Other side, by the Red Hot Chili Peppers, nothing. <laughs> Who's this? <laughs> like, so, I don't know what the rhyme or reason is, but kids in their 20s, like, they know some of our shit and they connect with it. Like, I think Star Wars is like that. Sonic, all my the kids these days, because the movie came out yeah. with, with Carrie, Jim Carrey and Ben Schwartz, and they're all like, oh, John Ralphio and Jim Carrey are in the fucking Sonic movie, and so now they're on the Sonic bandwagon, but I tell them about, yo, did you guys know there was a Mario movie in the 90s with John Leguizamo? And they're like, what? Yeah. You know, they don't know, right? And I'm like, yeah, Chris Pratt and all these other idiots doing this new Mario movie? It's not their first fucking rodeo, guys. This yeah. is the second rodeo. I love it. So maybe they'll get it right this is the second time because they suck the first time. Anyways, <laughs> and uh, now that you have Sonic and Detective Pikachu to pave the way for you, Nintendo, by all means, create an hour and a half long advertisement for your game system for me, please. <laughs> and hire really, really rich actors to do it. Please, please, please do it. Well, they're just giving it more of a narrative. Perfect. And I can't wait for the Sonic 3 movie to come out and destroy all of it in the (laughs) box office. Sonic 2's coming out this March.
0: Oh, um, the the woman who's voicing Tails.
1: Oh, yes. I can't remember her name. Oh, I should know this, considering my nerdum, but I know Idris Elba. Colleen O'Shaughnessy. Nice. She's confirmed and all done. Oh, actually, the movie's done. Apparently, the movie's done and they're just CGI-ing it up and editing it right now.
0: So she was known for Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, oh, I guess because she was Tail's voice at the end. At the end for the last yeah. two lines uh, from Digimon the movie. Hanazuki, Full of Treasures, The Avengers, Earth's Mightiest Heroes, Lego Scooby Doo. She's got Doom, a hell of a terror.
1: resume. Yeah. Um. Okay, back to Christmas special stuff though. Um, so because we're on that topic, and I'm talk,
0: it. talking about uh, the Christmas vacation when I was oh, classic. When, when I was talking to my friend, I'm like, "You haven't seen it?" He's like, "No." I was like. Your parents don't like you. Your parents don't
1: love you. Yeah. <laughs> I tell people that all the time.
0: Because every, everybody that I know who has a kid is all like, yeah, I've shown them Christmas vacation. I'm like, I've shown my kids Christmas vacation. They all laugh at the
1: cat getting electrocuted. <laughs> There's a bunch. Oh, man. I. Oh. I remember watching that movie as like a, it's such a weird nostalgia when you watch it. Cause you remember the first, I remember the first time certain scenes like hit me as a kid, like, Oh shit. You know what I mean? Like, I yeah. don't know when you're a kid, everything's a joke and then you get a little older and you're like falling off the house would suck because <laughs> I've been up there. I'm, I'm 11 now. And I was helping dad clean the eavesdrop last week and fuck me. That's a really like, you know what I mean? It's kind of yeah. funny to see. I just love that. You know, as I grew up, the movie meant different things to me. And now, you know what I mean? It's it's pure nostalgia, but back then it was like, oh boy, maybe I'll have a real family like that one day. Uh-huh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then when people write new films, they're not always good. It's it's very hard to write a good story nowadays. Uh, I don't know if you saw the Christmas Chronicles on Netflix starring Kurt Russell as Santa Claus. That one was actually kind of well, cool. Okay. Yeah. No, I haven't seen it. It was, it was pretty good. I haven't watched part two, which had his wife Goldie mm-hmm. as Mrs. Claus. <clears throat> <laughs> all right. But uh but
1: Daddy's Home 2. Have you seen that? I'm a massive Mark Wahlberg fan. I've seen everything. <laughs> really, I
0: love, 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 love. Daddy's love, love. Home Too is probably one of my
1: now favorite Christmas I'm movies. I'm not gay. But if I was, <laughs> I think Marky Mark's my guy, man. Pain and Gain, uh, The Departed. Like he's just got so many movies that are like my top five movies of all time. Uh, Four Brothers. Like Marky Mark and, and a Will killer. Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg, that combo are, are great. Oh, fuck! Comedian. They should do oh, yeah. a whole series together, man. The other, They'd guys be almost was amazing. fire as Tina Fey and and Ellie <laughs> Kemper would be. God, we need to start writing movies. We need to start selling <laughs> yeah. scripts, bro. You and me, we fucking on some here. Yeah. Um, other other specials. I'm trying to think. What about some TV shows that do Christmas specials? Like, do you have a specific Office Christmas special you love? And oh yeah. Enjoy so more I, was than just, others?
0: I was just watching the other day the Benihana Christmas. Season three, Benny Hanna Oh, the season the three one, one.
1: That was the one where he's I like... I like the Krampus one where or whatever his name were. Dwight. Snickle. Yeah, Dwight dresses up as the
0: whatever. <laughs> <one>. Ambition Admiral. <laughs> Admirable,
1: yes. I love it. I love the, it.
0: Yeah, uh, but the Benny Hanna one is the one where Michael Scott gets dumped by Carol because he photoshops his face onto a photo of... their their ski va his girlfriend ski vacation with their ex-husband and she's just like okay that's it i'm out of here and it's like you walk out that door we're done and she's like i know and then she walks out and then there's that there's that uh talking head with michael scott where he's going on about his hoe and then it's like and then sometimes she becomes she
1: she's Your ho, no mo. (laughs) I love whenever Michael talks gangster. I just love whenever he's got to get the urban language out. It's so funny. It's
0: like, everybody, Christmas is canceled. It's like, you
1: can't cancel Christmas. What about New Year's? (laughs) Sorry, Jesus, that your birthday party is so lame <laughs> Fuck, all to, I've seen that meme a hundred times this month when it's like you show up to the Christmas party and there's no DJ <laughs> sorry Jesus but yeah or you know you show up to the work party and it's a potluck and no one brought anything
0: or, oh and uh, another another good one is the one where Phyllis is Santa
1: oh yes and then, and then what season f- five
0: five or six
1: no five it'd be five uh, yeah I think it's five yeah best guess
0: so yeah Phyllis uh, wants to be Santa and then Michael Scott comes in and then Phyllis for some reason goes to pitch at Jim who allowed her to be Santa and then she was like don't make me call Bob why what would Bob do <laughs> I, from Bob's
1: like, refrigeration Vance refrigeration I said too
0: much and then she yeah. just and then He's she goes connected. away. and then s- Bob's connected to then the Michael mob. Scott Says the very controversial thing in that episode where it's like nobody wants tranny claws, <laughs> and then pulls Kevin Malone, or no, tries to pull Ryan onto his lap, saying, "Come on, I need this." And just like you this. can't, you can't pull people onto your lap saying you need this, and then. <laughs> That's so what, funny. what I love is when Kevin Malone uh, goes to sit on his lap, there's actually bloopers, and they, they had oh, such a yeah? hard time getting through that that he repeatedly had to sit on Steve Carell's lap. And he's not and a white every, man. No, and every time Steve Carell's just like, oh my God. Fuck. Okay. What do you want for Christmas? Well, I
1: don't know. No one's ever
0: asked me that oh, before. Oh, that's a good Kevin
1: <laughs> voice. I'm going to ask you to bust that out again. What would Kevin say in this situation? And you're going to have to do that. I love it. Oh, okay, so I might have to watch a few Office Christmas specials from seasons three and five to recap. Pop goes the weasel. Um, and I'm going to re-watch my Family Guy one that I always watch. Um, but there's one that... Just stands, I mean, stands above still, for me. Hang on. It stands still, above for me.
0: You still haven't watched the Star Wars Christmas special. It's your own brand, dude. <sighs> I know. I know. <laughs>
1: the Lego <laughs> one that's on de- na- <laughs> no, uh, last Okay, last night I'm in I'm in bed and I'm like before bed I should watch the, 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 the Christmas one. And then I saw they had a Boba like Boba Fett special on like 20 minutes on how they and I was like, "Yeah, fuck that." And I watched that instead <laughs> because I was like so excited for the new Boba Fett show that comes out at the end of the month. <laughs> yeah. I'm so excited. Um Okay, but Top tier for me is the the critter Christmas from South Park where they're like, <laughs> that's just like one of the best episodes. <laughs> Our Lord and Savior, Satan. Oh, like, I just love that. <laughs> it was, uh, it's one of the classic, like, it's just, cause I remember the first time watching it and being like, this is so cute and corny. Like, and then when they just, I'm like, what are they going to do with this? Like, what are Matt and Trey going to do to turn this around on me? I remember when it came out. Like I, that's one of the privileges of being a child of the nineties is that we got to experience watching South Park and, and laughing at, at it is not the same as watching it as a young man in the nineties, early two thousands and going, what the fuck am I watching? <laughs> is this on TV? Is this on cable? They're going to go to prison. They're going to go like, how did this get past, uh, what's the censors in the States called again? The people that like monitor everything before it goes on television? The FCC. The FCC. How did the FCC fucking let this go? That's it. Or for us, I think it's CRTC in Canada. They're the ones that get everything yeah. and then check it. Just nuts to me. Like Family Guy is another one. But yeah, I remember watching the Christmas Critter one and then they're just like, oh, this is for, this is so we can bring back the Antichrist. Well, do you, you know, remember, and you're like, what? Do you, remember,
0: do you remember Kyle's
1: Christmas song? It's hard to be a Jew yeah. on Christmas. <laughs> I know, but they... Drove the Jew jokes home with South Park so early on that, yeah. like, I was I wasn't surprised, you know, the dreidel song and all that shit, and and hey, thank you, Cali. They've just always milked the. Kyle's Jewishness being a, a butt of the joke so much, but it blew my mind when they were, like, full-on getting into Satanism and, like, taking Christians and saying, hey, fuck you, we don't care about your holiday. Like, you know, because Christians yeah. are the first ones to be like, it's Merry Christmas, not Happy Holidays! are the first ones, right? Yeah. So they're just basically like, yeah, all you uptime man, I guess we're, we're coming for you. I love Matt and Trey for that, but I watch that almost every year. I definitely... <laughs> so it's 25 minutes. Like, you gotta appreciate it. That's... I think that's the, my end of my list there of, of the Christmas ones. Um, oh,
0: but... So this... Being that we're talking about at South Park right now, when it comes down to the Christmas specials, I love that they have Streisand Vision. I mean, I love that they have the Christmas carols that you can actually download. Like, as Ethan was growing up on my playlist, I had It's Hard to Be a Jew on Christmas, or I had uh, or had Cartman trying to sing. Are you o Jewish Holy and you didn't Night. tell me? No. no. <laughs> I had uh, Cartman singing Oh Holy Night, one with all the incorrect words, and then the second time where he's getting zapped by the
1: cattle prod every oh time he screwed God. up. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> All right, so let's perfect segue into Christmas music. So are there a co- there's a couple records that as soon as the December 1st hits, I put on my phone and then delete on January 1st. One of them is Rob Halford's fourth record called Winter Songs. It's got a heavy metal version of We Three Kings and uh, O Come Emanuel and a few other ones. Uh, it's my favorite one of all time. Weezer's got a Christmas record that goes on there. Um, King, ugh, I'm going to get so ridiculed right now. <laughs> King Diamond. Okay, so if you ever saw Clerks 2... When he's like, play something nice for the, um, them to dance on the roof. Yeah. Um, you know, to dance on top of movies. And he puts on, Grandma, what was it like? This heavy fucking like screaming hair metal. That's yeah. King Diamond. So I'm obsessed with King Diamond. I think they're amazing. They were originally a band called Merciful Fate before that. And then he left to start his own thing. And they have a Christmas record that's super scary, heavy metal style stuff, but still cute. I download that. Those are the four or five, I guess, that I do. And you, that's it. So.
0: blink is? I Won't Be Home for Christmas one too. One song that I haven't mentioned in any episode when it came down to the carols, but it's still one of my favorite Christmas carols, uh, the Snow Miser, Heat Miser, which it has to do, uh, th- there is an entire like stop animation special on the Snow Miser and Heat Miser and Big Bad Voodoo Daddy did the, the cover for the, the theme song. It's, I'm Mr. Snow Miser, I'm Mr. Cold, I'm Mr. <laughs> icicle, I'm I need Mr. To Ten this. Below. But the Big Bad Voodoo Daddy does it so amazing really eh? oh it's so good and it's just like the ultimate like you've got uh trumpets trombones like full band Bow. stuff and then then you have the piano staccato
1: Do piano yeah and no so pedal. good yes and uh one- if you're wondering how to make a christmas carol you have, you know, the you, you have the, the ching, ching, ching bells. You have those. You have staccato piano with no pedals used. So pop, 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 So it sounds like that, you know, with fifths or octaves only. You never yeah. get into pretty chords, okay? And you have no drums. You basically have like a tss, 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 <laughs> kind of beat in the background that no one can hear. And then you get some horns involved and then make everybody sing. And that's it. You've got a Christmas carol. <laughs> Not hard to write. We're in the middle of writing one right now. Yeah. The... Uh... I never liked that Band-Aid song.
0: And Band-Aid was the group of all those superstars that came Girl, together. I never liked it's any of Christmas that. Christmas time. never liked it. No.
1: I've never been a fan of any of that. Like, <laughs> do you remember they did the song for 9-11 too? They had yeah. a 9-11 fun song where like a bunch of like 30 or 40 celebrities got in there and But sang. it's
0: funny. On the Band-Aid song, Fucking Michael up. Jackson was telling like... Three, <laughs> three to five people, like no, no, sing it like this. Like he was trying to help produce the song, and he's hey like, God. he's
1: like, hey guys, sing it like this. And can you talk like Michael Jackson when you imitate him for me? Please? No, I can't. My I voice can't is either. Too deep. Can anybody do a good Michael? Ja- anybody? There's no one in the room but us. But is anybody else here? <laughs> can they do a Tamara? Can you do a Michael Jackson impression? <laughs> so, try to. Direct
0: like three to five different singers. Like no, sing it like this, sing it like this. They all ignored him and they sung their... as well. They should because like everybody but when you get that many egos in a room. Yeah, they're they're
1: all their own pop stars in their their own right. And if you take their net worths, it's like you yeah. know what I mean. The guy with like you know Bonnell's gonna be in there like y'all yeah, fucking do what I say. Okay, I'm worth a billion dollars. Suck my dick. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean. And they're all what are they gonna What are you gonna do?
0: <laughs> I never liked. <laughs> Paul McCartney's Christmas Carol. I thought you were just gonna say I never See liked Paul McCartney. Me, <laughs> it. It's a wonderful Christmas. But it's like in my head, every time I hear it, they, they have like that synth. So it's like boun, boom, 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 boom. It's like, hey, Paul McCartney. This is what's called <laughs> a, a keyboard. Oh, cool. This is a keyboard. It makes synth sounds. Oh, really? Boom, boom. This <laughs> is the first sound I
1: heard, and this is the one I'm using. Boom, 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 boom.
0: That's amazing! I'm writing a song right now. All right, it's gonna be Christmas. That sounds Christmasy, right? Bow, 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 bow.
1: Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> Paul, Paul, I'm pressing record. This is this is fire. This is fire right here. Gold, it's gold, Paul. A wonderful Christmas time. <laughs> All right, I think I'm gold. No, yeah. There's some Christmas. I got my limits with the Christmas shit. Like I'm listening to Rob Halford's Christmas. So, what about uh, Bob
0: and Doug McKenzie?
1: Yeah, I like the I funny love, Christmas stuff. I
0: love that. They just have that one song. And because it's way older, anytime I show anybody on the first day of
1: Christmas, my true love, gave to me, beer. <laughs> I, I will admit, <laughs> I've got co- like comedy songs I keep during the year regularly. Like, um you know, Everyday Normal Guy, the old by John LeJoie. I'm just a regular, everyday, normal guy. Nothing special about me, motherfucker. I'm just a regular, everyday, normal guy. When I go to the clubs, I wait in line, motherfucker. Like I got that on there, and I've got like you know, asshole by Dennis Lear. like just some classic funny songs. You know, I do like and some pick a destiny tunes. You know, like so I do have so I've got to get some Christmas comedy on there too. I guess I won't be home for Christmas. By Blink is a hilarious song about getting. Uh, arrested for beating up carolers on Christmas Eve and being sodomized while you're in jail. It's pretty fucking hilarious, but it is about Christmas, so I like that, too. Oh, what is that one song that they have? It's Christmas Eve and I've only wrapped two fucking fucking presents. Christmas Eve and and I've only wrapped two two fucking fucking presents and I I hate, hate, hate hate your guts and (laughs) hate, hate, hate your guts and I'll I'll never talk talk to you you again again unless
0: your mom will suck me up.
1: I'll never talk to you again (laughs) unless your mom will touch my cock. I'll never talk to you again. Ejaculate into a sock. I'll never talk to you again. I'll never talk to you Again. <laughs> uh, it's Labor Day, and my <laughs> grandpa just. Uh, yeah. That's called Happy Holidays, you bastard. There, there you go. Yeah, it's from right. the Take Off Your Pants and Jacket 2001. It's mm-hmm. um, a double entendre for
0: anybody who doesn't know.
1: Uh, Oh, is it? I thought they were just talking about removal of clothing. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So, oh man, so much good Christmas. I will admit I haven't done any shopping yet, but I have a date on Thursday to go do some Christmas shopping with, hang out with some, some people that want to do this stuff. And I'm going to get into the Christmas spirit. I hope it snows Thursday.
0: Yeah. I've only, I've only bought, uh, I think three
1: things and I, I've, Probably got. Oh, you have enough money to buy people to, things. That must be nice. I, I've got a lot more to do. <laughs> my friendship is the gift you're getting for Christmas for anybody <laughs> out there who knows me. Okay, that or a hand job, whatever you want. I'm I'm down either oh, way. Oh man! So what are you going to take, so Mark? My friendship or the hand job for your New Year's for your Christmas gift?
0: Okay, so you haven't watched. Everyone gets the option. So you haven't like you're not a big friends guy.
1: I'm not going to say I dislike it. I'm just going to I'm going to say I haven't seen enough of it to be an expert. So there was. An
0: episode where Chandler was in Tulsa, and he Oklahoma, and he made the surprise visit home, and everybody comes back, and they're not like, the oh, capital you, of Oklahoma, by the way. Yeah. Oh, you made it home, and it's like, yeah, I made it home. And it's like, well, don't you care about your job? It's like, yeah, they can find some something else, <laughs> and it's like, oh, here are your presents, and it's and hands out a bunch of envelopes, and they open up the envelopes, <laughs> and it's like, a donation has been made in your name <laughs> to the <laughs> Human Fund. <laughs> And it's like, really? That's what you gave us? And then he looks at Joey and is like, "Last year for Christmas, you gave me a hug." <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I like that. That's a that's fucking. I I can I can fuck with that. You know, last year you get a hug. This year you get an ass grab. You know, next year you might get a kiss. Yeah. Calm down. That's
0: another show that had some good Christmas specials.
1: I might go check it. There, it's on Netflix. So I might check that out. Um. Okay, so want to get into this, this topic today? Okay, so today's Today's
0: special, I mean topic,
1: sorry. Although, we are going to talk a lot more about Christmas next week. And we might even be jamming, I mean, in the next, what, maybe next episode we'll jam a song? I think we'll jam it too. Yeah, I'm hoping so. We'll I'm do some rehearsal so. before the yeah. episode and then we'll do it during the episode? Yeah. Okay, I'd be down. That's be
0: the done. goal. i it may, it may not go over well, but well, we're going to we, try. what we could do <laughs> is
1: we could kill the track and then we'll do it. And as a second file, and if it's really bad, we'll just we'll, we'll just do it again until we get one that's <laughs> good. And then it'll just seem like, yeah. like oh, hey, we like to do pros. this song. Bop it up, and up. Live song. Everything is perfect. All right. Thanks for listening. It'll come off like that. But we'll have done 500 takes yeah. of the song. <laughs> and
0: and <laughs> it'll be like those typical internet viral videos. First try. First try.
1: <laughs> I will admit when I'm cutting, like, I don't know about you, but every now and then if I'm playing something really cool on guitar, I'll set my phone up. Just put it in my story. Be like, hey, look what I can do. <laughs> hey, look what I can do look what I can do um, so I'll do that, and uh I will say the take, take one, take two, and I, and usually within four or five, I can do it if you actually like you know think really hard just before so it still segues into our
0: subject today, which is school uh you ever not the Nirvana song, although we do like the nirvana song an amazing song. you ever watched say by the Bell Oh buddy. Talking about my childhood. Talking about the '90s. Have you ever watched the new "Saved by the Bell"? No, no. So it's all—they have brought back the original cast, who are now all faculty of Bayside. Okay. Uh, Well, except for Zach Morris, who's the governor. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Pretty funny. But, I mean, the, theme, make this the theme song from the 90s, when I wake up in the morning, my elongates, mm-hmm. I've a warning. Yeah, and now it's, sung, it's like a play on that with uh, a different beat made by Little Yachty. Okay. And, and, and when it comes on, it's got some of the same lyrics, but the way he sings it... <laughs> I'm giving him the worst morning. look right now. <laughs> yeah. Do it's it.
1: Just, Imitate
0: it. Yeah, so it's... Wait, When I wake up in the morning, my no get like it literally it literally (laughs) sounds like that. No word of a lie. Like it it sounds special. It sounds special. Like, well, and I'm not can't... trying to knock anybody with a disability he, he or sounds anything. A, he sounds if a little tired. you tarted. listen to this song, it sounds like he has a handicap. Oh, they got a tarted
1: guy to sing this. song. Maybe like <laughs> Lil Yachty was mule kicked in the head at some point. Well, there's some rappers out there that have taken some bullets to the face and they're kind of like, rapper rap, And they're making shit like, uh, this. this Conway Still better than like, Lil Yachty. <laughs> yeah, and there's like, yeah, it's a thing. And 50 Cent had a whole fuck career based on, I'm going to start one of them was in the face. You know what I mean? So. He he. he Translation: on. I got shot nine times, and one of them was in the face. <laughs> you didn't catch that, but either way, um, I can respect anybody that's uh, that's willing to take something that they uh, everybody knows kind of sounds bad and put it out there anyway. <laughs> is that what the shot pot is? Is that what this is? We just don't know. It's horrible.
0: <laughs> there you go, <laughs> baby. That's what we're doing. Oh, uh, just before we get into the school talk, I do want to ask: Have you watched Hawkeye yet?
1: Oh, okay. It's three. on uh, It's on my, it's on the list. I three, haven't.
0: There are three episodes online. So when I was asking my boss if he'd watch it, whatever, he's, uh, uh, I was I like, I well, love, they're,
1: they're f- love Jeremy Renner. And I'm so excited. He's probably one of my favorite Avengers. And the scene where he sacrificed, spoilers, Um, Scarlett, or <laughs> er, Scarlett Johansson, and she dies. Like, that's one of my favorite scenes in all of the Avengers movies of all time. Yeah. And I think that when he got up in the lake with the stone. I just love his acting. He's one of my favorite actors of all time. Like he's and I think he carried Endgame because it was so cliché. I was he had the, the glove when the well, building blew up he carried that whole fucking movie he came back and he was crying because ScarJo died he had to tell them he was he she was, didn't make it
0: he was one of the stars because he wasn't in Infinity War like everybody's like where's Hawkeye
1: and it's like oh he's got his own arc yeah. coming up yeah no I, I think he carried Endgame because I did like Endgame but I, would th- I was so interested in him and then he got to hold the glove well, in the I mean, and everything. He, he was the star right he was I the opening scene his yeah. family yeah the opening scene with the archery he was yeah. teaching his little girl archery and she just poof, disappears amazing yeah Yeah, no no i'm a huge render fan so i think he's going to kill this i think it's going to be better than a falcon and winter soldier which i think is so far the best thing they've put out uh tv wise since you know okay so
0: hawkeye amazing but what they're doing with it is they're they're setting up the new characters so much kate bishop the little girl yeah
1: okay that he's training yeah yeah i have a night so so kate
0: bishop because this will kind of Gonna Set take Marvel over? in the way for a Young Avengers story, which is all right, yep. but I mean... Sorry, guys, you're not Teen Titans, but good try. <laughs> but you get to see her go through Hawkeye's entire quiver of trick arrows. So it is amazing.
1: I'm hard now. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Fuck. I can't wait to watch is this. Is that what's poking me? Fuck. Yeah, geez, this table's small. Or is it actually rather big? <laughs> Anyways, no, it's uh, I'm, I am i am excited for it. Um, but I'm in i I'm in this, I'm a weird dude where like two ep- last when I first checked, there was only two episodes out. There's three episodes now. So I think once And the they're four- each 50 minutes. So Which it's is not lots. like Yeah, yeah it's yeah, not yeah. like the 20 minutes. But I want to give it the right. I haven't even seen Shang Chi yet. I'm so sorry. Come fucking watch! Come my watch! What's wrong with me? I pay eight dollars a month for nothing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I pay eight dollars a month so they can traffic children. Anyways, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no <Nah>, jokes, jokes. <laughs> it's a serious topic. I'm not joking. But either way, um, I do. I just. I'll be honest. I watch Star Wars Visions. I watch a lot of Star Wars. Star Wars is my thing for Disney Plus. I go on and I watch Visions. I watch the Boba Fett oh yeah? behind the scenes. I watch the gallery. Star Wars
0: holiday specials on Disney Plus. <laughs> I've st- I started it, and gave up, but um,
1: so I do. I've been kind of focusing on that just because it's been a rough couple of weeks. Um. Not rough, just like it financial it's busy. Christmas time. Everybody's just fucking busy. financially strapped. So I'm like, I go home and I just want to watch something where I can like not think about how fucking stressed I am for an yeah. hour. Oh, yeah. And that's just Natalie Portman shaking her ass in that white outfit for me in a of the car. <laughs>
0: Pot-a-ma- okay, so school. Holidays in school. So I love Christmas and all the things we did in school for it. Christmas concerts uh, in grade six, seven, or eight. One of those years I put on green tights and played Kermit.
1: And I was all like,
0: I am Kermit the Frog, coming oh my- to you live from Waverly Public
1: School. That's a good one. That's <laughs> a good one. It's almost as good as Blake's version, Hey, <laughs> eh? Blake does a damn good fucking, Blake's a mutual friend of ours. He does a damn good Kermit. And what else? There's one other thing he does really well. It's two, he does a good Kermit and a good Schwarzenegger and that's it. Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: So, any any Christmas concerts in your past?
1: Yeah, I uh, school was hell for me. I'll be honest. I didn't do well in school. I hated everybody. <laughs> so, um, I was in a couple concerts, but I was self-conscious, and I didn't really care. I did go, my sister's 10 years younger than me. So, my sister was born in 97. I was born in 87. So, I my remembering of concerts was going to hers when she was like, three and four and stuff like that. I didn't really have a lot of my own. I also went to a really poor school and we didn't really do Christmas concerts. Like we would have a little thing, but it was like not in the evening for the parents. It was like during the day for the other kids. And then they're just like, yeah, go home to your welfare parents. Bye bye. They don't care. (laughs) So,
0: so in school, my, my social standing, I was, I was kind of in the middle. Like I was friends with the cool kids and I was friends with the nerds to the point where the cool kids were like, why do you talk to this guy? I'm like, cause he's my friend. That, that was kind of where I stood. And, uh when it came down to playing... You were a chameleon. So when it came down to playing Kermit, and there was one of the like, the, the nerdier girls who was playing Miss Piggy, and it was like, oh, are you going to kiss her? Are you going to... I'm like, no, fuck, her. shut up, man. Well, I'm going to do
1: more than kiss her. As soon as this curtain drops, I'm going to lay this bitch down.
0: going to park her. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's I'm going to show you guys how you guys get
1: bacon. Uh,
0: so... I mean, the cool thing We're talking was,
1: about being in what, grade three? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with us? <laughs> <laughs> all talk, right? All talking. So
0: we, we got to sing the Muppet theme song, and then, nice. then all the, the classrooms would come in and sing their Christmas carols or whatever, which were all parodies. I remember uh, the the We Three Kings. Uh, it was actually about being a uh, postman and lugging uh, letters on your back to oh, Santa okay. and all that stuff. It okay. was really weird. Okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: leave Christmas carols. <laughs> so I remember though, when, when my oldest was little, it was his f- first Christmas concert, his first Christmas concert. No, not it's yeah. His first Christmas concert. I ended up missing cause the, the roads were really bad and to get tickets to go, you had to like, uh, hand in a food donation, which I yeah. did. So I got, I got tickets, but the roads were really bad. My car was off the road and I was waiting on my mom's wheels and she was out, but the roads were bad. So she was out for a long time. Yeah. And I had no way there. The buses weren't running because the roads were so oh, bad. Shit, eh? So I, I couldn't make it to the concert. For,
1: I felt this so, is what living in Canada is like. Anybody who doesn't live in Canada, this is what we basically from beginning of December until February. And his school wasn't... Any day in, could be a, you don't get to go somewhere today.
0: Yeah, and his and his school wasn't walking distance away. No. So while waiting... At home for this car, just the time passed, the concert finished. And then I get a call from a very upset little man who actually yelled at me. This was the only time he'd yelled at me. He's like, where were you? And I was like, oh, man. And so I, f- I just felt like shit. One, for not being able to go. And two, for letting him down. He was pissed
1: at you. Yeah. Good for oh, him for man. shitting on you, though. Because a lot of kids just being, oh, daddy, don't cry me. And crying. <laughs> but he was just like, fuck, I'm going to call this guy. I'm going to call him on his shit. <laughs> he won't miss it next year. Well, Asshole. I mean, when, when he he's going to give me extra gifts now, cause I'm going to make him <laughs> feel horrible. Yeah. You were doing my concert <laughs> and I really want a
0: PS3. <laughs> and we, we had this amazing bond when he was younger that when it came down to like, Doing something with well, his you mob. said you take
1: your kids to the Christmas lights, and yeah. uh, Christmas was always a big deal, right? You've always yeah. made it a special time of year. So for you to miss the Christmas concert was out of character.
0: Yeah, so it was just killer. And
1: yeah, Mark's not a deadbeat, guys. Calm and, down, and everybody. Now, calm down. Yeah, but
0: now when it comes to my youngest, I mean, he's three hours away. I can't. I, yeah. I, I can't even go Begin there just for go. Con- 6 hours of driving to see my kids sing for 5 Oh, minutes. Christmas tree <laughs>
1: wrong out of key <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, sounds like something I want to go do too. I'm super glad I don't have kids because I know I would miss their Christmas concert on purpose because I don't love anybody enough to listen to them sing out of key. <laughs> Sorry I said that out loud. So so the following year
0: the following year my so my kids second Christmas concert it was. You were there
1: early with double donations. I was there early, fucking a Craft right. dinner and
0: for some soup. fucking stupid reason, it was during the day. So I'm at work. Okay. So I'm at work and, and I'd like booked off a couple hours, like a couple hours That's break. That's actually smart. So I, like I could that. go. So I could go to the concert. So I bu- book off a couple hours. I go to the concert. And I see my kid's class come out. I'm like, all right, all right. My kid's not there. Now I'm just a grown up at a kid's concert with. No reason no to kid. be there. What the fuck what happened? So I so was I, he saying? That's what I wanted. So I drove over to his mom's place, knocking on the door. She answered. I'm like, what the, f-
1: what he, the hell? He's not
0: there. Yeah, and she, he's like, oh, he didn't go to school today. I was like, no, if you, you, you. not like a text, not a call, yeah, nothing. Ooh. I Binge booked move. work off. For this. I didn't think you wanted to go. Why? Because I missed last year? What?
1: Communication (laughs) is key, kids. That's low, bro. That's low.
0: So I was super That's some baby mama drama. So I was super duper pissed, super frustrated. And then she's like, well, do you want to see him? So he put on what he would have been wearing. Oh, and he did it? Uh, It was a... Santa hat and Santa beard, and he came to the door in uh, a beater and boxers, wearing <laughs> Santa and beard th- and Santa hat. Aww. And he saw he saw, he just wanted to show me. He was so excited, I and really I saw him. I'm like, all right,
1: all right. Well, <laughs> no, at least no, I got I'm to sorry, see. It. I'm sorry. <laughs> I want kids so bad right now. <laughs> I'm. Oh. Why do you do this to I've managed to get 35 years, 34 years without without having kids, but fuck, man. Every, every time I see people's kids now, I'm getting to the stage where I'm just like, oh, it's fucking hilarious. It's talking about Christmas concerts. That sounds... I mean, I remember my sister was like, she did a couple of them and she's like so adorable. They go up there and they just suck. They just suck. But you're like, oh,
0: you're so cute at sucking. I mean, there are some hard... So for the battles that I've had to go through for to, to just get access to my kids... And one client at work that uh, that we do a disinfect for every week is a woman's shelter.
1: He's not uh, a doctor, by the way. He's, he's, he's a, he cleans buildings. So anybody yeah. who thinks that he's disinfecting somebody's genitals, that's not no. what's happening. That's no, what I that, pictured no, personally. No, that's not happening. But so he's cleaning buildings. It's less sexual
0: than you think. So I've been out disinfecting a woman's shelter weekly. and That there sounds was, like a horrible job.
1: My mom was... Uh, my mom used to do. work for a cleaning company, too, and they also did, like, a big shelter. that had, yeah. like 18 rooms or some shit. And the story she would tell me.
0: Yeah. There, there are some interesting times. And there was just this one time that I was just... You could hear a kid screaming, I want my dad! And I was oh. like, oh, my God. I don't know if I could... I don't know if I could do this right now. Like, it was hard.
1: Oh, my God. That's rough, bro. Fuck, yeah. I don't wish that on a lot of people. No, um, I don't want to get too personal, but I... Christmas was a massive part of why my dad and I our relationship fell apart was because Christmas was just such a hassle with the two families you know my mom's family and the step and the, and the, the, my real dad's family And then stepdad was come stepping in you know on the mom's side of stuff and uh it, it's chaos like anybody who's out there that does the two Christmases and shares the kids and makes it work and is a good parent that co-parents and makes it so the kids have a positive uh, experience going from house to house and all that shit, mad props to you motherfuckers. You are the kings and queens of the world because uh, as a product of parents that did a fucking horrendous job at trying to keep that Christmas I'm, thing, I'm not blaming anybody specific, but it was a nightmare as a kid with the tug-of-war between my parents at Christmas. It was a fucking nightmare. So anybody that doesn't do that and it makes it a good thing so that's like yay two Christmases because yeah. technically if you've got step parents motherfucker you're getting double presents you're getting the DP <laughs> double presents yes yes double presents I'm gonna get a SNES and a Genesis mom I want a Genesis dad I want a SNES fuck play them against each other <laughs> <laughs> yeah. dad I want a GameCube mom I want a 64 <laughs> oh no the same company anyways you know that's that's what you do right That's what you, I guess it would have been I want a GameCube I want a PS2 that's what that would it would have been Um, anyways so if you make that work props to you and if you don't make that work then you're pretty much like everybody else (laughs) so somebody that used to make
0: my uh my mom's time easier around christmas was was my aunt my dad's sister so my dad passed when i was younger and so we had a very close relationship with my aunt
1: so dad's sister ah makes sense makes sense the sister's like oh my brother's gone i love you guys yeah i like that i like when a a loss makes family a little tighter i know because it sucks losing someone so if you can make it a little positive by saying, well, now Aunt Marie hangs out all the time and we like her, you know what I mean? Then it's like, okay, you know, you're you're gaining something that might, maybe if dad was around, she wouldn't have been around as much.
0: Well, I mean, with me being the devil child, I definitely made it harder <laughs> on my mom. Yeah. So my aunt would come around and take some of that burden off my mom. That's cool. Very yeah. cool. So we had many Christmases with my aunt come on over and, and like, we never slept when it came to Christmas, like it, it was like, oh uh, shit, somebody's coming downstairs. Could be Santa. Pretend to pretend to sleep. <laughs> and then as soon as we heard the door close, we come to not 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 come to. We just open our eyes and our <laughs> stockings are full there. and It's like sweet. So we just get up, close the door, open our like oh, take everything out of our stockings, play with that, and then. My aunt, who was an early bird, would always get up around six a.m. And be like, "Oh, you're awake. Okay, let's watch some Christmas stuff together." Until yeah. until your family wakes up. Yeah,
1: okay. I think that's pretty cool. Christmas morning to have stuff on TV, like put the TV on and just have like specials going or music going or whatever. Yeah. Um, that's kind of a cool thing. I, th- I think that people that kind of treat Christmas traditionally, it's healthy for the kids. You know what I mean? It really is. Even as an adult, like when I was, when I was married to my ex-wife we go over to her parents' place and they were like, they had a fireplace and the music was on. Like, it was like super traditional, you know? Yeah. I like that. I think it's, it instills some values in kids that they don't, fucking get instilled in them these days. You know what I mean? And like some tradition, like these days, it's just all traditions out the window. Nobody gives a fuck anymore. Oh, Thanksgiving is not what it used to be. Halloween, offended by Halloween something. is not like it used to be when we were kids. There's not 45 kids yeah. lined up down the block. Um uh, Birthdays are not giant parties where your kids invite the neighborhood over and it costs your parents 200 fucking dollars. Like it's, it's not like when we were kids, I just feel like the extracurricular stuff outside of school, like birthdays, Thanksgiving with the family. You know, we had our own little table for the kids off the side from the adults where we would all hang out and then we would all have to talk about what we were thankful for. We would cut the meat. It was a big deal. Um, You know, just that kind of, you know, it's all gone. Halloween, you know, it was like, we were, it was like, everybody was like homemade costumes. We were lying. You go out and it was a crowd of children. You have to wait to cross the street because there was other people in the way. It was fucking crazy. It was like Nathan Phillips Square, but everywhere in town. You know, that level of people because everyone was out doing it even on a cold wintry snowy fucking end of October Halloween every motherfucker be out there in your costume with a coat on over top of it still <laughs> trick or treating not gone like now it's like 10 kids at my door if I'm living if I'm in town each oh, yeah. year I see less kids there I see less people out on Valentine's Day at a restaurant or out you know doing Valentine's shit I see less people out at you know Thanksgiving. I just don't see all that traditional shit but I still see Christmas is is, is kind of the last it's like the last stand it's the yeah. one where it's like now nah, we're still putting up a tree we're still doing gifts we're still having family over we're still gonna open gifts in the morning I mean when all com- that traditional when it comes shit.
0: down to certain traditions you may not see everybody out but I can guarantee you that every fucking car in the city is on the street driving when you're trying to get from point A to point B you're like what the fuck is with the traffic I remember on Halloween
1: Halloween night this year driving and I'm like look at all these fucking kids get out of my way and I was like oh what day is oh my god it's the 31st have fun, kids! <laughs> but I was literally honking at kids, like get off the road. <laughs> Ten minutes, I was like, oh yeah, it's Halloween tonight. I'm such an adult, I forgot. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. If I had kids, I would have known. But I didn't. I was like, it's just another day for me to get through. I'd already gotten dressed up and hammered the weekend before. Because when you're an adult, you do the Saturday Halloween party, recover Sunday, and then it's back to regular adulting Monday. Yeah. If Halloween falls on a Tuesday, no fucks to give.
0: Yeah. Okay, so, I mean, we got to get to school. We can talk more about Christmas. Uh, next week's going to be the big episodes. Christmas special for
1: sure. Yeah, that
0: makes sense. Yeah, next week will be. But Christmas, as far as, Christmas.
1: so we talked about um, Christmas concerts at school. Um, yeah. What I, uh, if we want to keep the school thing going, why don't we talk about snow days and well,
0: how every kid nowadays isn't going to have a fucking snow day because nope. covid taught them that they can learn
1: from home. Yeah, it's and Whereas sucks to we're going to be
0: whereas we're like, "Oh yeah, we had snow days. Shut that fucking school down so we could stay outside not, and play in the I'll snow." I'll be honest
1: though, not very many. Like I remember them, and when they came they were a big deal, but I remember look like looking outside and being like, "Wow, that's fucking blizzardy." And then you turn on uh, at the time 680 news. I'm not kidding. I remember. I'm old. God, we're old. You're waiting for the We were school. too young. for. Yeah, that's right, kids. Before CP24 existed, because that's <laughs> the fuck. Yeah, when CP24 was city TV, because that's what it used to be before they split off or whatever. Yeah. They were in the same building. So before CP24, before 24-hour news, before all that shit, you used to have to listen to 680, and they would list the closed schools yeah. alphabetically, and you'd be sitting there going, for me, it was Dr. C.F. Cannon. Oh, so yeah. I was just like, give me the C's, baby. Give me the C's. You know, tell me they're closed. Dr. Crosswell is closed. Dr. Crosswell is closed. Dr. Is closed. Dr. Croswell, come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on. <laughs> and Dr. Doolittle school is closed. I'm, fuck! God damn it! Kids! Mom, I have to get on the bus. <laughs> you know, it was always... Like, I, nope, they didn't. Or you lied to me. Mom, they said mine. They said mine, Mom. I'm off today. She's... No, they didn't. <laughs> I've been listening in the other room. Get the fuck in the car. <laughs> you know? yeah these kids these days won't know about that there so there were times that
0: uh when it came down to my youngest his mom used to walk him to school or sorry my oldest his mom used to walk him to school and when whenever there's a little bit of snow she just didn't want to do it and so like I'd, I'd like call him up and i'd be like hey how come you're not in school and it's like oh because mom didn't want to take me into school i was like what the
1: fuck i'm like did this kid's gonna grow up so stupid I if like, this keeps up you
0: you didn't You didn't try to convince her that you wanted to go? And he's like, well, no. And I was like, oh, my God. Dad, don't be retarded. I was like, okay, (laughs) so next time it snows a little bit and your mom doesn't want to go, I will buy you a full
1: Xbox title, $90 title, if... You shut the fuck up and go to school anyway. Yeah. I'm down. That is parenting right there, boys. Take notes, kids. That's how you parent your kids. And
0: he still didn't do it. So I'm like, I don't owe you a fucking game. <laughs> wow.
1: Wow. I, you know what you do at that point? Buy the game that you know he wants and be like, you can't have it until I right? just dangle it. It's still in the package. I'm going to keep it. You, I'm going to hang on to this until snow day. Say, but dad, it's April. Well, I guess it sucks to be you. <laughs> Hope they put a new release out next year on that's, the same title. That's not even the same console. They've already unleashed a new console. You, you, okay. Whatever. Okay. You got me. You got me. Okay. I'm going to eBay this, but I'm all gonna <laughs> but I'm going to get you next year. You oh, know, in shit. ten
0: years when they announce the remaster, that's when you'll get that's it. That's when you'll get <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah, when you're in
1: college. <laughs> oh man, that's fucking hilarious. No, school, um, so I gotta I gotta take a quick talk about school. For how it was because I had a unique experience with school, especially the first like five years. They say that until you're about eight or nine years old are the most formative years of your life. And you go to school when you're well, if you're one of these fucking uh, Don't say mean words, Alex. If you're one of these kids with parents who are like dropping you off at fucking 24 hour daycare at three years old, I love these parents. There, it's like as soon as the kid's like two, they're just like gone. They're just like six a.m. Get them up and drop them off, and then they come back at like midnight, and that's the kid's life. I never understood that. Probably part of why I didn't have kids because I never wanted. I I was a working guy, and I knew that I would have to do that to my kids. So I didn't. I didn't want. That's not raising them. That's somebody else raising them. So I never really did it. I wanted to have the time to do to come home and pick them up from school or do whatever. So I never really got into that. Um, so my experience with school was because I was a really, really, really bad kid in, especially in kindergarten. So I never did that. I never had preschool. I never had uh, junior kindergarten. Cause in my, and this is just my opinion. Okay. You can get offended if you want. I think those are bullshit. They're oh, yeah, an it's excuse. To, with it, it's and it's a fucking daycare. It's not education. It's just a place for you to drop your kid. And people say, oh, it introduces them to being social. I was a very social kid. Every kid on my court, every kid in my neighborhood knew who I was. I was an introvert that liked to stay inside and draw, but I still got pushed outside. Alex, get the fuck outside. You know, hang out with your friends a little bit, you, you antisocial little dickhead. Okay, mom. You know what I mean? Like, it was a good balance, because, but I was a really bad kid, so it was a, okay, he's beating kids up now. Come back inside. So then I get sent to my actual first ki- day of, like, kindergarten. My mom's a 20-year-old, had me, uh, pregnant at 19, had me at 20. Married though. Planned. Planned kid. Okay. And she's twenty and she's got me and she's decided I'ma fucking do this, right? Her and my dad didn't work out. So she's like, I gotta I gotta give more than the regular mom because I'm I'm single mom. So she was teaching me my ABCs and my one, two, threes and all and my colors and all this shit. Like you learn in kindergarten. So I showed up to kindergarten. I I could count backwards and forwards to ten. I could do my ABCs and they're like, All right, kids, we're gonna draw an A today. And then in twenty-seven days we'll be at the end of the alphabet, and I'm like, boo. What am I gonna do for twenty six days? Because I'm fucking done. I can do Z's. You know what I mean? I can write tens. They're like, we're gonna get to ten. Wait, 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 wait,
0: wait, 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 wait.
1: Z's? Was this an American? Sorry, school? Zed. There you uh, go. My God, I knew I knew you were gonna it. Anyway, sorry, I'm Americanized a little bit. But um, so I misbehaved. I beat kids up. I through shit, I was a fucking hellion. So I school was a really negative experience for me. I was screamed at by the teachers. I was locked in the bathroom. I was locked in lockers until my mom could come get me. Do you me. remember
0: much of your very first day of school?
1: Very, I was a, a brown 1984 Chevette and I held on to the seatbelt buckle and the door with my hands so tight that that actually almost pulled the fingernails off. My mom couldn't get me out of the no. car. I did not want to go. I was like, I'm not fucking going here. I don't want to do this. Yeah. So, so I have a fucked
0: up story. So my very first day of school, there used to be a commercial that would come on TV. It was part of the anti-drug ads. Yeah. And, and so see, there was somebody who would like step. weed is so bad. <laughs> there, there was somebody who would like step up on a diving board and he'd, and he'd shake his hands to shake the nerves out. And then he'd jump off the diving board. You'd see him kind of go past the diving board. And then, like, it would cut to an empty pool. And it's like, this is what happens when, you, when you're on drugs and kind of shit. Oh, God. And, and so I thought, like, so does, like, shaking the nerves out work? is is, that, is that what, Yeah, is that what happens? So so were, were you having, like, a hyperventilating? <laughs> yeah. you just like, oh, ah, at school just shake my hands. Wrong like, with no, let's get the nerves out. This is what what's happens on TV. Kid?
1: Mom, what's wrong with that kid over there shaking his hands? I don't want to sit beside him. <laughs>
0: Is that kid on meth? What the? Yeah, that kid's yeah. messed up. What's going on? They, is that kid drink
1: coffee before he started kindergarten? That's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. He must be a crack baby. <laughs> no, that, yeah, it was not a good day. I mean, I, I like I said, kindergarten was hell for me. It was absolute hell because I was so misbehaved. I, I was a misbehaved kid because I was bored. And the key reason I did is because I was a a, a high energy kid. pure OCD, ADHD going on. But I was bored because my mom had taught me everything they were going to teach me in kindergarten, which technically she probably shouldn't have done. Like really, no shitting on her. You know, she probably should just let them do it. But it prepared me really well because then in grade one, I went to the special kids class. They said, your son (laughs) is a fucking hellion and we identified that he's bored. So we're going to give him some pretty specific parameters so he can't get into trouble. But we're also going to put him in a class with a bunch of smart kids. I was in grade class with grade threes in grade one. So, and it was the best, so, in school, thing ever. you were able to get in trouble, so I got caught oh, I don't I shouldn't say some of this shit, okay, so don't say I got caught doing bad shit in kindergarten, okay, bad but shit. I just
0: just in regards to like your te- not drugs, your teacher or would cigarettes. give you trouble. It wasn't just a note home. It wasn't just no, a no. Home. They
1: were. They would take me in the office, sit me in a chair, and get on the phone and call my mom while I was in the chair and say, "We're gonna call your mom right now. You stay here. Don't you go anywhere." Yeah. <laughs> and we're gonna get her down here because they couldn't control me. They'd be like, "Mrs. Cobbett, Miss Cobbett, yes. Could you please come down to the school?" Because they knew she wasn't working at the time, right? Yeah. They, not during the day. My mom worked nights. So, like, yo, can you come down? Can you come down? And because uh, he won't stop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, I got in a lot of shit. Oh, I, like notes home would not have done well. I would have crumpled them up and put them in
0: a lake. Oh, yeah. Back in the day, what I mean, for me, that was a long time ago now. 1962 <laughs> or three. In elementary school, like, our, our teachers yelled. Like, it was, now, it was very hit, fucking buddy, like, scary Buddy, I got hit. Shit.
1: I remember getting a couple backhands, Craig. Yeah, I remember it. You know, it was a little like, holy shit. Yeah, like, I mean, we were on the tail end of that, but, like, or late 80s, early 90s, teachers could still fucking raise a hand and say, you fucking want one? And yeah. and, and you had to say, no. like <laughs> You know, I remember seeing a kid throw a desk at a teacher and the teacher threw the desk back yeah. when I was a kid. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, back
1: in the day. And now it's just like a letter. Or I've actually got a friend of mine who's a teacher. Um, she teaches pretty young kids, but she's our age. Like she's an and And this dude, Kids will come up and be like, "I'm gonna fucking find you and kill you at your house." Yeah. And they can't—they they literally have to be like, "That's all." They have to be Cartman's mom. Oh, that's nice, sweetie. Like, would you like more cheesy poofs? Like, they can't do anything except tell tell the parents if they do absolutely fucking anything. If they even talk to the kid, can you not do that? The kid will run. Oh my god, my teacher's yelling at me! And then the, te- the parents show up to the school. Like these days, the parents show up to the school. Like, oh, what the fuck are you saying to my kid? Like, whereas with our parents, gave the teachers the benefit of the doubt. They're like, "Oh, my kid's a fuck up." I know. You know yeah. what I mean? But now it's like, how. Dare you speak to my child that way? Like, I would not want to be a teacher these days. Mad props to anybody in the elementary oh, yeah, school yeah, system yeah. right now. You're fucking saints. You are the first line workers. You are the heroes. Were you ever bullied? Massively. Um, like, I was not in grade one and two because in kindergarten, grade one and two, I was the hellion kid. There yeah. wasn't a lot of bullying. I was the bully. But by the time grade three hit, I was the skinny little blonde kid that everybody could fuck with because I was smaller than everybody. Yeah. That was when I became, oh, he's tiny and
0: mouthy. Get him. Did you? Did your mom stick up for you when it came to
1: bowling? I could tell stories. I'll never forget this as long <laughs> as I live, man. Oh my. Okay, so I am met Cannon, and I don't. You know, it's just one of those days when everyone's fucking with you. There was ten kids in a circle around me, beating the shit out of me. Yeah, I was in. A, I was in the, on my hands. I was on my curled up fetal, and they're all kicking me, kicking dirt on me, kicking me with their shoes, throwing rocks at me, pulling at my fucking hair racking me yeah. and my mom decided to show up for that lunch period to take me for lunch one day she was just bored walked from home and i'll never forget her grabbing me by the hand and like like i was probably in grade three or two like it was before i was 10 and
0: yeah. i was
1: a small kid i was like 75 70, 60 pounds soaking wet and she just like picked me up picked me up by the hand scooped me up away from the kids and then just left with me and went you're not going to school for the rest of today and maybe tomorrow because it was just kids wanted to fuck me that day. He's like, hey, look at that faggot with long hair. Let's go get him. You know, it was just that day. I don't know. Maybe I said something they didn't like or I wore uh, a shirt they didn't like. But yeah, I was getting fucked up. And then, yeah, yeah so I, I definitely had my mom save me from bullies. But then luckily my mom got with my stepdad, who she had my sister with, and he was he was a like a, a Satan's Choice guy. <laughs> he was like rocking with the choice. So he showed me how to throw hands. Yeah. And uh, now nobody fucks with crazy bipolar Alex. But back <laughs> in that day, I'd say up until grade six, I got the shit kicked out of me on the weekly, yeah. not daily, but the weekly. So, how about you? In elementary school, I wasn't
0: bullied so much. The um, high school, in high school, yes, but in elementary, we'll get to high school. But in elementary school, I mean, in case you hadn't noticed, I have a weirdly shaped big head. And what? That wait a minute! Wait a minute! Show me this head. <laughs> Show me this weird head. No, it's bald. It looks pretty <laughs> normal to me. So that was the- not your penis mark. Put it away. <laughs> Fuck. That that's mushroom, <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, but when it came to elementary school, that was ammunition. So uh, like, there were times yeah. that I would run home at lunch, bawling like, "Mom, I was a girly looking kid. Mom, the, Little, yeah, the kids so are making fun of my head. No I don't head. feel good. I don't feel good. I don't feel good." And my mom would just try to reassure me. She wouldn't say anything. She's just like, you, "Not you can't to bring up to. PTSD, but
1: what types of things did they say your head looked like? I need to know." Oh, it was just eggs. I was eggs, egg head, egg head. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, oh, my God. You could have become Dr. Robotnik. Oh, my God. You should have used that and just <laughs> yeah. become a mad
0: scientist. Yeah. My oldest, so much like you, when he was, like, younger, younger, like, kindergarten, grade one, he was actually kind of bullying, but he would tell us that he was being bullied. Yeah. And we would get calls from the school, like, you no, know, he's the one bullying.
1: And happens. then and then they don't know though. Some kids no. they just don't know. They're just living they're just one kid fucked with them one day and now they feel like they have to be on the offense. Yeah. And that's not the kids fault.
0: Sa- and then same with he you. He just lived and learned. And then same with you a couple years later, he's constantly getting bullied. And yeah. this happened years because he
1: because now you're like stop being a bully. So he dials it way as you know, yeah. kids don't know Okay, so I'm going to put on the offense. Well, don't be so mean. Okay, boom, defense. I'm not going to do anything. I'm going to let everyone fucking shit on me. They don't know. It's it's such a hard thing being a kid and finding that balance between I'm going to bully the kids and the kids are bullying me. Yeah. I fucking feel for kids these days, man. And then
0: year after year after year after year, we he would constantly come back, tell his mom he's being bullied. She would tell me. And I'm like, oh, my God. So... Ah, uh, she would talk to the school, but now because the school knew that he bullied, like the yeah, first year, they're or not taking it serious. They're, yeah, they're not taking it serious. So we're like, okay, well, the we boy wa- who cried wolf. Ah, oh, that's so. Sucks. Now we're like, okay, so we want to transfer schools, and now you got to teach this kid and, how to fight. And the board's like, yeah, we're, we're not allowing that transfer of schools. I was like, okay, so then I kept saying, you have permission,
1: put him in taekwondo. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you have permission, fuck him up. And then <laughs> you started playing your kid. So um, come over here. We're gonna play. This is this is this is called Limp Biscuit. And when you and if you listen to Fred, he's gonna show you what to do. And if you don't do what I say, I'm going to break your fucking face tonight. You hear what he says? See what he says? When he says it? He doesn't say it in a nice way. He says it in an angry way. He's got a chainsaw. He's gonna skim your ass raw. You understand? <laughs> listen. Understand. Thanks, Dad. <laughs>
0: So, I mean, yeah, we, we used to like my oldest and I, we used to kind of play wrestle and I'd be like, okay, I'm going to get you in a little bit of a headlock and I'll show you how to get out of it. And if it ever happens, but he, he, he just wouldn't do it. He didn't want to respond. He didn't want that attention on him, but he would just constantly get bullied. And then going into, going into high school, they
1: get this idea that they're built for abuse. Like, Oh, this is, this is my place. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So going into high school, there were there was a day that the parents got to go to uh, their classes with them. The first freshman year.
1: Yeah. I would have loved
0: that. So I I high did. Schools. And then uh, and then he pointed out, he's like, that's the kid that's been bullying me for years. And I'm looking at him, I'm like, You mean Jersey Shore over here? This Jersey little fucking shore. This fucking little tan fucking gelato kid? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love it.
0: I I I had like I said something, and I guess all his friends that he was hanging around also got
1: bullied by this kid. Oh, so okay. they were paying close attention to me. I mean, I'm not for beating up young children, but it makes you want to take that little kid <laughs> by in the school and be like, right? so you're the kid, right? Pop! <laughs> right? So Your parents aren't beating you enough. I will. <laughs> <laughs> right?
0: So my comments alone had everybody paying attention to me as as I was like taking their fear away by putting Whoa. this kind of image in their head that like oh you. okay yeah, yeah. Okay. and it, and it worked and nice so one of the bigger things of going from elementary school to high school is Everybody gets split up in high school. You can have your clique of friends in elementary school, but once you go to but high you're school, you're in different classes. So many stuff. different English classes, math classes, everything that all everybody. And split if you go up. to a
1: big high school that's regional, where a bunch of other elementary schools get fed into it, then it really happens. Yeah. See, for me, going to the small school, Donovan in the East Oshawa, it was mostly the local elementary. So everybody had their clique still, and there wasn't a lot of separation because there was only five, six hundred kids in the whole school. Yeah. Then when I got transferred over to Whitby, when my parents split up. We're talking 2,000 kids in the school. And then it's like, yeah, good luck finding your buddy. Good fucking luck. So
0: this kid didn't bully my kid, even though he had some of the same classes because now he didn't have his
1: clique with him interesting it's true and it's it's uh when you don't have that backup right like, you look at this kid yeah hey, hey taylor's picking on a kid everybody come over let's you know what i mean like it's, yeah. it's a group effort right you get that kid and that's what my parents would teach me is uh the what's the conquer and divide yeah. like my stepdad although we don't have we don't talk at all he definitely instilled into me the conquer and divide it's like oh so what you find you find the one kid that seems to be the leader and you wreck him you know what I mean? Yeah. That's all you, and you, you go and you fight him. He's, he might hand you your ass. I don't care if he's big. I remember going like, but he's like 150 pounds. And he's like, I don't care. You take a swing and you let him own you because then he's just going to know you're more, you're more effort than the other kids. Even You know what I mean? Even though yeah. you might get your asses handed to you, people are going to be like, he stands up for himself. You're not worth the trouble.
0: Yeah. It's a good lesson. You know, it's a hard lesson. So my bully story in high school, um, I, okay. So I've in a couple past or a few episodes past. I talked about my teen years and being nicknamed a certain thing and all that stuff. So when I was in, uh, so I've gone to two high schools. When I was in McLaughlin, I wasn't bullied. It was typically uh, the school that everybody from my elementary school went to. And then uh, I was kind of an outcast there and that's where I ended up meeting some punk friends and kind of going towards the music stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I will admit high school,
1: as much as I hated it,
0: huge in helping with my music stuff. Yeah. And then Force I who it was then I was transferred to O'Neill, and I went to O'Neill for two years. And at
1: O'Neill, that's on Simcoe, right? Crosswell uh, Hospital. Ma- it's on Mary.
0: Yeah, I guess Simcoe slash
1: yeah, yeah. Mary. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, by the hospital. It's the hospital school. Yeah,
0: that's where my sister went to. So I ended up going to O'Neill. So at O'Neill, uh, not being around anybody I knew,
1: separated from your clique.
0: Yeah, I ended up uh, ended up meeting some of the the punks or whatever at O'Neill uh, that knew people that I knew. But for the most part, I was alone at O'Neill, which, I mean, it kind of sucked because... Okay, let's talk about being alone
1: in high school, though. What does that entail? That entails, did you bus it or walk? I got a ride in and then I walked home. Okay, so you're going into school alone. So you're in, you go to your locker, and now you're going to your first classes, right? Yeah. And for me... We had the tap class. I don't know if you remember tap or whatever. We had like a homeroom, right, in high yeah, school? Yeah, 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 That was the only relief I got was, was when we were doing that because everybody was, it was like 20 minutes of the day where everybody was like getting organized or whatever, and everybody would find those little clicks of people that you're talking about. And, yeah. But once, when you're in class is when it was a fucking nightmare because I would just go sit in the back. I was the back row guy, you know what I mean? And I was pretty smart so I could just kind of stay quiet and pay attention to a minimal amount of shit and still pass. Like yeah. Even that wasn't enough. People, they just see there's like, ah, look at egghead or ah, look at the hippie motherfucker. And yeah. Let, let's get him. You know. <laughs> so I brought up
0: uh, my, the teen years where I mentioned that I had a nickname and all that stuff for a reason. And the reason I brought that up was because I'd mentioned in a story, I got to a point where my, where my grandma passed away and I came to a realization that, I was hanging out with a bunch of friends that were making fun of me instead of seeing my family, who ended up passing away, and I and I didn't get to yeah. s- see my grandma. So that actually changed me and gave me more of a backbone. Which I give you some perspective too. Like, yeah. What am I
1: wasting my time with these faggots for when I got uh, you know bigger and better things so I could it, be doing?
0: It helped me uh, at O'Neill. So at O'Neill, when I was getting bullied, uh, one of my English classes. I was getting bullied by somebody that I'd known for for years because uh when I was on a softball team, this kid was actually on the softball team, and I guess he didn't remember that he didn't remember me, so he's just picking on me and uh he was he was calling me uh he kept calling me Dick lips for some reason
1: oh, that's a blink one eighty two song called Dick lips <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's actually a hilarious song um it's about uh, boyering, like being a voyeur, like watching a girl change when you're yeah. not supposed to. It's hilarious. But yeah, I don't sure. think that's what he was referencing. No.
0: So this guy just kept calling me dick lips and, and the <laughs> class would laugh. And this this would happen for months. I just kind of ignored I'd kind of, i just ignored. it. I'd ignored it. I'd ignore it. And then my English teacher started getting in on it and was bullying me too. And he was saying shit to me too. So then... Uh, I said something back to the teacher, and he's like, "All right, uh, after class, you're staying behind." I was like, "All right, cool." So this this teacher was also a jock. So this teacher oh, loved God. loved to play hockey, and he would leave from school from his job yeah. to go play hockey. Mm-hmm. And so he held me behind one
1: time, and Deagle Snipe Selly there, boys, top shelf boys, where <laughs> the fucking peanut butter goes, eh? Well, so, fuck so yeah.
0: He would he would say like he would just. Comment on me talking back i'm like well if i'm being bullied in class you're not allowed to join in and he's like well it's my class i can do whatever i'm like no 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 you can't fucking join in and uh i looked at his hockey stick i'm like that that's your hockey stick you want me to smash the fuck out of your skull with it
1: (laughs) oh you fucking went at the teacher good i've done it too i've got some stories like this
0: and the next week, I, like, I can't confirm or deny that he transferred because of me, but the next week he moved to Kingston.
1: <laughs> so you might have set him off into a, you know what? That's the straw. I'm out. I'm moving <laughs> to Kingston. Yeah. Or maybe he's just like, you know, I fucked
0: up so big right there that even if, even if I did try to spin myself as the good guy, I would come out it's as the good. villain. So, yeah. Um, so, hang on. Okay. So this other kid, this other jock. It got to the point where we ended up with... Uh, because the following week, he went to Kingston, uh, the teacher. And so this other kid, we, we ended up with uh, substitute teachers and all that stuff. And sometimes the teacher would leave the class or have to go talk to the office or whatever. And then this kid would just keep going. Just go. And just, oh, the hey, bubble. Yeah, yeah, the minute that, oh, buddy, I and, feel you. And the class would laugh and the class would laugh. And finally, I just chimed in. I was like, hey, Justin, yes, I name dropped this guy. I'm not saying his last name. I was just like, hey, Justin... Would you mind shutting your dick mouth up? I can smell the stank of penis coming off your breath. Just shut up. And everybody laughed at him. Right. And so he didn't like that. So when the bell rang, he got up and tried to shoulder me. And, I mean, I'm not a small dude. No, I I'm going to be
1: honest. I'm thinking of trying to shoulder Mark right now and getting <laughs> my fucking ass handed to me. <laughs> so
0: I just stood there and he's, he's like, got oh, some arms on him, this boy. Oh, you're a tough guy now, eh? And I was like... I'm just standing up for myself. So, uh, he flipped me over a desk. I got right back up and then in, in his face, no teacher in the room, no teacher in the room. And, uh, right there, he's like, "Well, uh, there's a party tonight. Why don't you come on over to the party? I was like, why would I come to the party? Just so that after I kicked your ass, all your boys could jump me. Fuck you. You're an idiot. (laughs) And from then on
1: out, never bugged me. Never never said a
0: fucking word to me. And that made it worth the effort.
1: Like you said, you might get your ass handed to you, but you show that it's not worth the effort, right? Oh, fuck. That's, it sucks that we all have to go through it, but it's kind of part of making you who you are. Like, as much as I don't like some of my high school experiences, they kind of made me who I am, Um I had people. I went to Donovan, right? Like I says, a lot of drugs. I was in grade nine. I had cocaine offered to me. I had mushrooms, marijuana, MDMA. Well, MDMA wasn't MDMA at the time; it was ecstasy. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I'm old. I had all this shit. People offered this shit to me. Like within the first week I was there, and I was just like, "Well, thank God my mom was a huge pothead and didn't give a fuck about drugs." And she was just like, "If you want to do drugs, do them with me. Like, don't go out and get die in overdose. Yeah, come yeah. to like chill with your mom." And I was always like, so it was never taboo for me to go out and smoke a joint or do anything like that. And hard drugs were just like, pff, like way out there for me. I would never touch that at that age. So I was like, oh. Okay, so it was, it was kind of nice when I went to school and there was a lot of drugs at Donovan because that was the big thing. Everyone knows about Donovan and the drugs, you know? It was yeah. pregnant Prima. Donovan was full of drugs. And um, for o- O'Neill was all scrapper. Everyone was like, oh, all the fucking, uh, all, <laughs> all the scrappers go there, all the fighters. Like everyone knew there was just fights all the time at O'Neill. When I was a kid, that was what it was known for.
0: Here's, um, here's a funny tale of karma. So at this time, I was smoking weed and- in <gasps> The devil's lettuce, you partake in? <laughs> yeah, so in high school- uh this Justin guy he was he was kind of the supplier and he had a couple dealers kind of working for him and his one of his dealers named Doug who was uh, a buddy of mine he hooked me up uh with a couple grams for for 10 bucks of marijuana yeah for 10 bucks so now he was short so, so the supplier, Justin, is running around just losing his mind like, who has my fucking weed? Who has my fucking weed? And, <laughs> and just Mark's like, just like,
1: yeah. oh, <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know, bud. I don't know who's <laughs> got your weed. <laughs> I'll look, though. I'll look for you. Um, yeah. Okay, so my thing was I went to Donovan. And I was a fish out of water because I grew up in the South End. So I went to GL Roberts for all of a couple weeks. They had metal detectors and dogs to do drug searches every Friday. And my mom was like, I don't think you should go here. You're a little frail. (laughs) A little frail for this. Shifts me over Donovan. Donovan also had a crazy good arts program and a crazy good music program. Yeah. So what I would do um, I got the same thing. Uh, I had a French class with a kid who'd failed French three times. So he was a grade 12 in my grade nine French class. This kid, Gavin, just wanted to fuck him. He's like, Oh, there's a cute little fucking blonde hair, blue eyed asshole. I'm going to wreck him. And it was just every, I was Hanson. I was bop every day. I was blah, 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 all this kind of shit. I remember walking out of the school with my headphones on, came up from behind me, kicked me in the leg, pushed me over, falling a big puddle of mud. I'm soaked everybody's fucking laughing, right? And then gets with his boys, his, he goes over to his boys and like high fives and then they run. They literally turn around and bolt over to the stop because they see me getting a little like, that was like your limit, yeah. right? Things didn't go well for Gavin one day. So, and this was part of my transition into like, you know, I wasn't a tough kid in elementary school, but I became a tough kid in high school. Yeah. Like, nobody fucked with me after a couple of these stories that I we're about to get. So, you know, because my parents were very, if you throw hands, like we're going to support you, but you can get hurt. You're not big, <laughs> you know, be careful. <laughs> so I was in football in grade eight, nine. And now I'm in grade, you know, halfway through grade nine. I've been in football a couple of years. I got. 200 pound kids from Burlington, big black guys from Burlington putting me on my ass going, stay down white boy when I'm playing on the weekends. So going to school and having a kid call you Hanson, it's fucking child's play at this point. So he decides to roll Hanson one day (laughs) off off his lip and I just got up out of my desk in the middle of class. I knew it was going to happen. I got up out of my desk. Teacher's teaching. We're in the middle of a French class. She's writing stuff on the board. Alex, do you have something to say? Walked over to Gavin's desk. I grabbed him by the hair and punched him in the face three times, and I broke his nose in 17 places. All right. Okay? His parents tried to sue me for assault. <laughs> you know, like, all the shit that went down that was just crazy. Okay? And that was the last time anybody fucked with me at that school. And I, it, was, it, was, it was insane that I had to, like, the, the pressure, though. Like, I did want to kill myself. Yeah. The level I was at before I broke this kid's face was so intense. I'm surprised. It doesn't surprise me when people talk about kids killing themselves in high school. Or no. it really doesn't. Because I felt like I was there. And it put the, the difference in me before and after that. You know, because my parents, thank God. my Not parents. I don't have fucking parents. Parent. My mom was so supportive of, I know you, you feel bad, but yeah. you did what you had to do. So... Now I'm the tough kid, right? Now, I'm not the tough kid, but I'm the kid no one fucks with at the school, right? Yeah. This other kid, Tim, fucking beats me over the back of the head with a fucking textbook in science class one day. I got off the bus while he was walking to school. Like, stop. Like, stop the bus, stop the bus. Like, city bus. Get off. One knee on each shoulder in the middle of Harmony Road. That kid's nose was in several pieces too. People just knew I was that kid. Oh, you want to talk about Alex? He'll get off the bus and find you the next day. That's how I was right. Not to be fucked with that skinny little 95 pound kid will kill you. Yeah. Then my parents, stepdad, mom split up. Now we're in Whitby. I'm in school three days at Don- at Sinclair in the North end. Yeah. Okay. And this kid comes into my guitar class. goes, Hey faggot. Nice hair. Okay. All right. It's time. It's time. <laughs> I set my guitar down. I get up, pop right in Jeff's face. Jeff hit the floor faster than my fucking guitar did. Okay. Well, it didn't go well for Alex that day. Alex is in the office now with Miss Duckworth, and they're expelling me. We're expelling you from every school in the Durham region. You're going to have to go to Dave, and you're going to have to wait till next year to take your last credits. And I'm like, what? What is <laughs> happening? Like, now I'm scared because my mom's like, I don't care what you do. Yeah. I don't care how you do it, but you finish high school. You don't fail, okay? You fucking pass your tests. You pass your shit. You want to get in fights? You want to... Screw around with girls. You want to get in trouble? That's fine. That's fine. But you pass high school. There's no fucking around with that. Your marks stay up. Everything's above a 50. Take your academic courses. Take applied for your fucking English because you're bad at it. <laughs> you know what I mean? We had rules, and I broke them when I almost got expelled. Thank yeah. God, once again, my mom comes down to the rich kid's school and says, you need to understand he came from a rough neighborhood. He's used to a school where if he doesn't knock the biggest kid in the class out, they're going to eat him alive. You got to understand, and she saved my ass. But elementary, that that's high school for me. It was Immensely stressful, immensely. And I'm on the bus, like I, I, I walked and bust everywhere. So I was always miserable, cold, and late. And uh, yeah, horrible experience. The only thing I can say is that I met my wife, my now ex wife, but I met who I married in grade 12.
0: So you were open with your mom, not even in regards to teachers reaching out, but you were open with your mom about,
1: about your everything. Bowling. Yeah, I would go home and tell her flat. And that's why when I let off on the kid, you know, or kids, she would have my back because she knew everything that happened before that. I would yeah. log it with her because I needed her to have my back because I would have massive panic attacks and cry after I'd fuck these kids up. Like I thought I was going to go to jail and I was so disappointed in myself. Like, why am I so violent? I don't want to be like the people in my life that were violent that I don't you know, that, that I don't like that they were. You know what I mean? That I don't yeah. like that influence. I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be the scary guy. You know what I mean? I didn't like it. It really upset me after I fucked these kids up. I could talk a big game here, but it's upsetting.
0: So in elementary school, when when I come running home from school, kids making fun of my head, blah, 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 yeah, blah, yeah. my mom would console me. In high school, at this point, because we had a blended family and my mom was so didn't busy trying to make it work, my mom didn't know anything. My mom didn't know anything of my life uh when what my friends and I were doing when we were out. She didn't know that uh I was getting bullied. She didn't I actually just recently uh kind of typed out on my phone like this big massive kind of note that talked about many of my struggles yeah. throughout my teens. And struggle, I said, struggle, I, struggle, struggle. And I sent Teenage it to my mom. Struggle. And my mom she felt really bad. She's like, I had no idea. I'm like, no, you didn't.
1: It's not your fault, though. Right I know mom's. Sorry,
0: mom. It's not your fault. Yeah, yeah.
1: I didn't tell you. I know you had other shit. Yeah. yeah. I did I didn't tell you. Good so, for, yeah, man, I couldn't do that. You're a tough bitch. You're a tough bitch, Mark, because I couldn't. I needed my mom to vent. If I didn't have her, I'd probably hung myself a long time ago.
0: Well, there there was a time uh, when I was hanging out with all these these friends that I got so used to being around people all the time that when I was alone, I started like the mutilation oh, it's like, the,
1: se- the self hurting shit. Yeah. yeah. I, so, I, I dated a girl that was into cutting and I started doing it with her when we were in bad places in our life when I was like in high school too. Yeah. So it's it,
0: rough. It took me time to adjust to just being alone. Yeah. And then once I was alone, I just, I was alone. Nobody understood me. Nobody, nobody got what was going on in my brain. So when does music step in? to help well mu- music kind of stepped in to actually help as a vice in in my 20s I, before, oh okay so you were uh, I, oh wow I, i'd started it's, playing guitar when i was like 12 or 13 yeah but i never actually like Been poured out poured out my my heart in song till much 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 later
1: okay okay um so a big for when i was at Donovan. Um, because I was, I didn't go to the elementary schools in that area, so I was. Uh, that was another reason I got picked on a lot too. Because I was the odd, I was the, the south end kid, right? This is the east end. Of, I know it, If you really think geographically of the space, it's stupid. But to those kids, I was the dirty south end kid that didn't belong, even though it was southeast. Yeah, you know what I mean? They were like, "Oh, you're from Cedar and Wentworth." Well, this is Olive in Harmony, bitch, <laughs> bitch. You know what I mean? Like it was just <laughs> fucking ridiculous, right? So I got a lot of, and so my saving grace. Obviously, beating kids up was part of it, <laughs> but the other thing was at lunchtime. I was a sick drummer, and I was a real, and I was starting to learn how to play guitar. Yeah. And I was in a band. As soon as I was in, grade... I'd say the third or fourth day, of grade nine, I had bass player and a guitar and a guitar player be like, "Yeah, you should come jam with us and all the shit." So I would go in the music room at lunch. It was just open. It was just like open season. The the teacher would be there having her lunch, and you could just fuck around. So I'd hop on the kit. And the grade twelves, of course, the grade twelves were you know they kind of ran the school. So the grade twelves would come in, and they were at the time Godsmack, Blink One Eighty Two. Um, disturbed uh, limp biscuit corn and i could play all of this stuff on the drums and well like i yeah. was i was at home I had a little kit that my parents had got me, a little shitty Ludwig kit, $100 Ludwig kit, and I was getting pretty good at it. So I was banging out Awake and Adam Song and and What's My Age Again, and these kids were just like, this kid's really good. So I remember being in the hall one of the days uh, before I let Gavin's nose fall into a bunch of pieces, (laughs) and uh, Gavin decided he was going to give me a couple tosses into the locker. Just a couple, boom, boom, like, fuck you, as he's walking by. And three of the tall, grade 12 kids that I, I was walking back from the music room with Saw him do it, and just hit like they didn't break his nose like I did, but they picked him up and like picked him up by his feet and swung him into a locker because they saw him fucking with me, and I was like, oh, you know what I mean like it was kind of so the music helped save me because I, I the grade twelve kids were like, yo, that's our little grade nine drummer guy, yeah so they kind of protected me a little bit, and then by the when I went to to sinclair, i once again it was like i'm I'm pretty uh, magnetic with musicians within about three days of being at Sinclair even though I was a sore thumb I still got like a sore thumb I'd found these Checam, Anthony Benedetti and my buddy Pete Camps I'll never forget these kids I'll never forget these kids as long as I live and we were like yo we're a band let's do this and we were <laughs> playing System of a Down and sitting around watching Jay and Silent Bob in the basement smoking weed hanging out being real high school kids doing what high school kids do and that was my mental relief from the constant bullying and to be honest the absolute shitstorm of being at home with yeah. my parents splitting up, moving, selling the house, ruining my sister in the process, you know, all that shit. It was I I was it was a nightmare. A I ni- I was a dad. My sister became my kid and my mom worked three jobs to pay for our new house because she broke up with stepdad. Yeah. So there was a lot at home and the music that was massive for me. So I'm uh, that for high school, I would argue that that's probably I mean short of beating the kids up, <laughs> playing music with the kids that were eventually covering my ass was saving grace from music's been there for me when nobody has so many times. So
0: when it came down to writing music, when doing, doing like the punk thing, I would just write comedic songs, just humorous songs. Just, I started with that too. Yeah. My
1: first record was just covers parodies, like weird Al style. Like when I was like 10 or 11, the first time I thought I can do this on my recorder, my little hate, my cassette recorder. Yeah. That's so funny.
0: Yeah. So and, and and there were like the songs for girls and whatever. Uh but shy of that, when it actually came down to me writing about uh what I was actually feeling, that didn't that didn't happen until after my mom separated from my stepdad kind of thing.
1: Which was how old would you have been then? Twenty one, twenty two? No, I am um, Oh, I can smell the smoke. Pretty, He's thinking hard. Yeah, yeah, no, pretty close.
0: Pretty close to that. If I could turn
1: back time. I, I'd
0: probably say maybe 23 or 24.
1: Okay. All right, gotcha.
0: Yeah. Because uh, my my son was born, and it was shortly after when that whole shindig went down. Shindig with, went the, down. With down this this here.
1: Yeah. yeah. That's fucking, so. I don't know, man. High school, as much as it's supposed to be a fun, positive show, we real joke, high school was rough. It was fucking hard. Home so, life well, was shit, and I was shit. Here's one
0: of the funnier things. When you're in elementary school... Before you go off to high school, there will be high school students that visit your school to say, high school's going to be the best time of your life. And then you get into high school and no, it's, it's
1: not the best. It just feels like it's the longest time of your life. Well, do you not find changing schools kind of help to refresh it? Because once I changed schools in grade el- from 10 to 11, it was like high school wasn't high school anymore. It was like, it was like all new. It was brand new to me so like you know what i mean no all no. the old kids were gone the old neighborhood was gone No, because
0: at the old school i had friends so because i already had friends that helped me go through school faster like right. the days felt faster but then when you're alone sitting in a desk ignoring everybody else everything's so
1: much longer classes did are you mind me asking did you work at all in high school Ever have a job
0: uh yeah i kind of been working since i was 14 so like yeah I like you and i the, are in the same boat so yeah. that
1: was the thing for me too as much as the music was a big outlet i would bury myself in work i would finish i worked t- uh tim horton's midnight shifts i would work from midnight to 7 a.m and go to school for i ended eight, up eight working 15. at uh, mcdonald's i didn't become a stripper on the side though but i ended up working <laughs> at mcdonald's yeah no the uh like it was big for me to be able to go to work and focus on that i was also my own independent money you know what I mean? So that was all good. But I, I found but I work going to I worked at Eastside Mario's, Tim Hortons, and I, I can one other place.
0: I always found myself to be such an outcast that when I worked at uh, McDonald's, I didn't make friends. I didn't make friends at work. At O'Neill, I didn't really make any friends at, like I knew people, Did but they, they weren't they
1: weren't friends. You know what my thing was? I noticed as a young cause I was like, we're talking about being 17, 18, 19. I, when I worked at, um, Tim Hortons, the friends that I had were old. They were like 50 year olds. The only people I got along with were like the (laughs) managers. Yeah. So like, it would be like, I remember, I remember working at, um, uh, fuck. I just had uh, Tim's and what was the other place? Eastside's Eastside Mario's. It's like my first cook job. I remember working at Eastside's and this old Filipino guy who was in his fifties that had two kids that helped cook with me. He'd be like, Alex, make a pizza. What do you want? He was like, all right, and we would go eat lunch together. We were homies. We would shoot the shit and listen to music. It was, You know what I mean? He was my buddy. Everybody who was my age, or 30, even, wouldn't... I was just that, oh, fuck, Alex is here. You know what I mean? Nobody wanted to deal
0: with me. you know how long ago it was that I worked at McDonald's? McDonald's was serving pizza. Okay, hang oh, on a second. I, I need to masturbate to McDonald's pizza. Give me two <laughs> seconds. I'll be done in a second. It's already hard from us talking about...
1: Uh, Whatever got me hurt <laughs> earlier. I don't remember now. It doesn't take much these days. <laughs> no, but seriously, I just McDonald's pizza was so what, bring it back! Hashtag bring back McDonald's fucking pizza. Why? Yeah. Give us what we want. Yeah. Jesus. It's been, I mean, I see it on Facebook all the time, people talking about it. And all my friends talk about it. Oh. Bring back the Sonic Toys from 93 and McDonald's Pizza. Get with it. Guys. I also want the big extra. McDonald's, bring oh, back the big extra. Oh, with the tomato and the bacon. <laughs> you know, I heard they still have it in Quebec in certain places. Oh, yeah. I'd be willing to go to that horrible province if it was <laughs> worth going to. No, no, no. I like Quebec. I'm just re- remembering the 90s when we okay, didn't like them. Okay, okay.
0: I mean, you're saying you like Quebec.
1: Remember, Quebec doesn't like you. I heard. I heard. I heard. That's okay, Quebec. You can't enter any of our contests with the cereal boxes. You're not allowed. So, we win. So
0: something I want to say to anybody who listens to this this episode is check on your kids if they're getting bullied Talk to them. You, like, you have to try to pry it out of them. Because, like, even in They're high school... They're not going to volunteer it. Even in high school, I probably wouldn't have volunteered the fact that I was getting well, bullied.
1: In elementary school, you almost don't feel bad about talking to your parents about it and maybe crying or being upset. Yeah. Because you're still a kid. But then you get to high school. And for me, I had a job. I was playing football, you know. I had, like, a girlfriend. Like, I was yeah. like, I felt like a man. You know what I mean? So to cry about a bully it was like man the fuck up alex you're 14 now it's you don't get to cry about bullies. and it was
0: and, and even still the times were different so like you'd throw hands or i mean at the very least you might get jumped by a couple guys you're not yeah you're, nobody likes getting no, jumped. nobody's nobody's bringing in guns but nowadays it's, it's guns and oh there's a class shooter everybody hide under your or, desk. A, or
1: a knife man I, a couple kids got stabbed when i was in school and nobody the
0: fact school. that there are now procedures that students have to practice. Oh, in case somebody comes in with a gun, everybody under the desk, we're going to lock the door. Well, we used
1: to do it with uh, the nuke plant. I remember when we were kids in this area, you're talking about O'Neill and all that shit. They would give us the, they would practice handing out the iodine pills and getting us to hide under our desks. So I remember when they were like, oh, they're practicing for school shootings. I was like, can't be much different than our nuke tests where they're just like <laughs> so there's a plant that's 20 kilometers west of us and if someone were to attack it we would all be melted by the time you even figured it out <laughs> so let's practice just in case like a I, 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 similar vibe I don't know if it's any different than it was for us because I remember and we are worried about Russia. In a, the 80s, we were about Russia bombing us too. I would yeah. be like, this is what happens if someone tries to bomb Ashraf. But,
0: but it's a little different because if somebody bombed Darlington or, or like Pickering for the power plants, everybody within the vicinity would be screwed. Yeah. But if you have somebody hunting down students with a gun, that's, that's a little bit scary. That's scary as fuck. You better have been nice to that kid. You ever see the show on
1: Netflix, 13 Reasons Why? Okay. If you want to talk about this show, you're more than welcome to, but I'm going to be honest. That show is not my cup of tea, and I don't like it, and I don't support anything about it. I, really, I don't like it. I think they glorify things that shouldn't be glorified, and I don't like it. That's that's my. I, I fucking hate that show. I think it's gross. I I love that's the that, show. I, if some people think it's like, oh, it's bringing awareness. I don't think it's bringing awareness. I think it's somebody making money off of. Is suffering i don't like it it's it's like it's like movies with rape in it i'm like just cut you don't need to show that scene (laughs) nobody wants to see that like i don't i don't there's certain things i'm not cool with and that's i don't like that show i don't support its message but that's just me it's my personal thing well anybody there's a lot of stuff
0: there's a lot of stuff that you didn't see that that they would just talk about yeah so like oh okay this person killed themselves you don't see them kill themselves
1: yeah they they
0: just they just talk about it
1: I don't, I think it's just a whole show glorifying bad shit that is, I think it's just, I think there are shows that discuss it in a constructive way or, or, but I don't think that's one of them. But it's, it's not about,
0: it's not about raising awareness. It, it actually. It's about selling Netflix subscriptions. Let's be honest. Well, no, I know the the actual the, the the book that this is written off of was yeah. was all about somebody who got bullied and was Right, right right
1: yeah Wait, that, that that's perfectly fine so so there's a the spectacle though the, th- the th- show makes segment, it into a fucking spectacle no
0: cuz there are segments of uh, the cast reading off letters from people sending them in saying like thanks it's nice to no, know i'm not the only one uh thanks uh, I, oh, will, yeah, I will and you're going to get that reach out and get help that that's kind of the point you can't just dismiss
1: it for for being i can No. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not saying... Dude, it's a hugely popular show, and I'm never going to win this argument with anybody I talk to. I don't like it, because I kind of feel like... I would put it on par it's, with war movies about war that just take war to make money and they're not based on any truth part of it. It's
0: they're, not the same as those people in the streets filming themselves giving, giving, homeless, giving people homeless people money. People. That's it's, that's, it's how, I that's yeah, how I look at it. That's how I look at it. But it's not the same.
1: That's how I look at it. <laughs> yeah. I look at it put it on the same level as that. What was the, uh, the, the 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 show with the little girls that were dancing around they got super ridiculed for because they had all these little girls? Oh, yeah. Fuck. It's just like, oh, so we're trying to sell TV shows, no matter the cost. Okay. I'm got. I got uh, yeah, it. Yeah, That's yeah. what I think 13 is. It's like, Hey, let's make a show about all the worst parts of life and killing yourself and, and be bullied in high school. And we're just going to glorify the living fuck out of it so we can sell subscriptions, but it's, but it's not because about- depression and anxiety and bullying right now is like a fucking fad with some kids for a thing but, to be sad about.
0: But when it comes to that show, it's about everybody that was not involved that didn't know each other. Ended up coming together as a support system. Yes. And that's ultimately what it's about. It's like, oh, this this woman killed herself, and her thirteen reasons yes. why were because of that guy, that guy, that girl, that girl, that guy, that guy, that guy, that girl.
1: And I don't like this show because that never happens. People kill themselves, and everybody moves on. Nobody sits around and talks about the thirteen reasons why. It doesn't exist. Doesn't happen. So it's taking it does. It's the show. It does. It's so unrealistic. no, in no so many it, it does. Happen. I hate that show. So I, you're I not winning this so far. So, so, so far, I, you haven't no, won me over. I
0: literally have a song. I wrote a song that has my buddy's suicide story in the first verse. It still hits me when it came down to his story of him taking his life. I didn't know how to process it. I couldn't, I couldn't process it. He was, he was like a brother to me. I couldn't, I couldn't get over it. And I was numb to it. And then years later, it hit me all at once that I wrote a sequence of three songs. I wrote one that has a suicide story in it. I wrote one that talks about how I have the choice to walk away from, uh, from making those decisions that he did right and then i have one that talks about the memories that him and i had kind of it was called broken frames
1: but yeah it's it's all like you making it personal like that is what separates you making a song about that or using your music as an outlet to deal with that suicide um it's personal yeah a multinational conglomerate writing a show saying, hey, let's just take the worst things we can come up with and throw them in but a show. But they didn't, they didn't write see the show. It's the people that made well, the Well, it's book. based on the book, okay? But either way, they... they but it's, Netflix goes out and says, hey, let's find media we can base our shows off of. That's but, what they do. And they found one. No, they no, went, no, hey, everybody wants to talk about suicide and depression, right? Aren't all the kids into that these days? <laughs> Isn't anxiety and depression what all the kids are talking about? Let's make a show about it. We're going to make money. That's but, what it was. But, but no, it wasn't, it wasn't Let's that. raise awareness for the kids. No, no it was it, let's sell Netflix subscriptions no, it based on no, sadness. it wasn't even. That's
0: what it was. No, it wasn't. It wasn't even Netflix out looking for shit. It was these, well, whatever. It was these people Whichever saying,
1: company took it and produced it it was the the writers it was hey let's fucking do this fuck those writers sorry don't like the show don't glorify suicide and make it into a show you can make money on sorry you can like the show. We can have a difference of opinion. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. I just don't like when people do that. Like I said, it, I I put it on par in my brain. My fucked up bipolar brain. So believe me, nobody else thinks this way. <laughs> with rape with rape scenes. Like there are some movies, like The Last House on the Left and Boys Don't Cry, and I could go down the list where there's just really bad rape scenes, and I don't. I think it's unnecessary, and I don't think it should be in media. I don't think it should be at all. Because and there's some people out there that watch that and go, ah, and it's like, why would you put that out there? Now you've awakened that. Or. Yeah. Someone like me, it's, oh, wow, awesome, horrible flashbacks. Thank you for that. You know what I mean? There's no way for it to win. And I feel like glorifying suicide, especially teenage suicide, is the same thing. That's just my personal opinion. Yeah, Yeah. If you You watch that show and feel better about yourself, about your situation, about your suicidal thoughts, about your depression, then power to you. But I feel there are more kids watching the show, not getting something out of it, but getting off on it getting off on the uh, on it then then there are kids getting oh no get I don't think that's what's happening. I think it's Well
0: I, I just wanna make sure that you're aware that it's not it's it's not Netflix going out looking for things to put on their platform. It's everybody coming to it's like that show it's like that dance show with the little girls. Uh, yeah. You think fucking Netflix is out there saying like, hey we want to promote pedophilia. No no no, 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 no. it's the, the fucking it, that's writer. How it, it, that's
1: how it got taken and then yeah they quickly go, okay oopsie daisy. I don't know <laughs> that that show for me that like like i said it's just it's such a touchy subject and when i've i have watched it like i gave it like a three or four episode try and i was just like why would anyone choose to watch this and feel like this like i just makes me so uncomfortable and but sad like, so i don't get it it's like why is
0: the world's a shitty enough place do we have to glorify this it ended up coming down to uh different things each season. So, like, like the one season was obviously the suicide. And then the second one was somebody who was being bullied to the point where he wanted to bring a gun to school. But then it came down to everybody pay attention to that kid because that kid that's being bullied, that feels alone, he needs support. And if you can support him, you might be able to talk him down from
1: shooting somebody. And the problem is, is that those shows, I think they're the problem. That's why kids can't do anything in school anymore. That's why I I, I don't have any kids and I'm kind of glad because I would feel really bad for a child that has to be in school right now because I think it's like compared to what we got for education, it's a fucking joke. They're more worried about teaching them about gay sex and condom use and great kindergarten than they are actually teaching them shit anymore. Whereas with us, sex ed happened when it happened. And there was a banana in grade nine, and in grade six, they started talking Did about it. Did you have it. a creepy gym teacher, too? Oh, buddy, I could tell you some <laughs> stories that would ruin you right now. I had a super creepy gym teacher. <laughs> super fucking creepy. My gym teacher might have ended up in the news a few years after our school oh, wow. closed down. Yeah, it's fucking crazy, man. I mean, I never had no issues, but fuck. that I was, I was close. Oh, man. <laughs> it was my, close. My gym teacher crazy made, made some,
0: some bad jokes. Like, yeah? he would send a, a clipboard around and say, like, I want everybody's phone numbers. And so, like... We're like, what? So we'd be putting down phone numbers like, Yeah, sometimes I get lonely at night. It's like, uh (laughs) I don't uh Coach fell, you can't say say that. that. (laughs) And then like everybody would have the option to shower with shorts on. And they'd be like, It's okay, boys. You can take your shorts off. We're all men here. It's like I You know, I really don't feel comfortable, especially now that you've
1: said that. We never did the shower thing in my high school. Oh, you got lucky. (laughs) We had bad plumbing, so we never had I would have rather just showered at home. (laughs) I really, I'm going to be honest, I'm a grower, not a shower, so I definitely would have felt bad. You know, I get cold and it's scary, but uh, when it's game time, I'm doing all right. You know what I'm saying? So I just, I would have been ridiculed to (laughs) shit because I'm a very cold dude. I'm cold all the time. Me too. I'm promoting my small penis all the time.
0: (laughs) No, to my girlfriend. She's like, hey.
1: There's nothing wrong with me and Mark's small penises because we know how to use them. Okay. <laughs> I wish penises were like lightsabers and you could just adjust the length based on the job at hand.
0: <laughs> oh man. Okay. So there. So there used to be like that meme that would go around saying like, "What what sound would your penis make if it could make a sound as it was going hard?" My, <laughs> mine used to be. That's the, what mine would. Do. Mine used to be the lightsaber sound. It just. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, but okay, but when you get hard. It doesn't just happen like, It's like a, you know, five it's, or six. It's longer. It's, like it's at least seven or six pulses <laughs> of the heart. It's like, bop, 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 There we are. <laughs> okay, so the duel of, of the fates then. Bop, 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 bop. <laughs> I'm almost there, babe. <idols> Just tickle my taint. <ochond> I'll die! You tickled too much. Shit. <laughs> oh, this got gross fast. <laughs> no, no, but uh, the shower thing in high school was, I remember a kid getting beat up in the shower, here and, and I was like, yep, nope, never doing that. Never going to never going the shower, because I heard that so-and-so got his ass kicked in there. So, I don't know. Elementary school was like this brief introduction to how bad high school was going to be. Now, did you do college? No. You never did any college? No. See, I did two college educations, and I'm telling you, man, the reason I can comfortably sit here and talk about school so comfortably is because my college educations were such positive experiences. So they I'm gonna, fixed all my bad school life.
0: I'm going to let the world in on something right now. So I am a high school dropper, So Oh, shit. I didn't even know that. So when I... You're one of the uh, smartest motherfuckers I know. That surprises the hell out of me. <laughs> so I, I tried to even go back to uh, school as well. So i had- How many credits short are you? I, I, like three? So, no, no, no. So when I went to McLaughlin, it wasn't uh, semesters. It was terms. Yep. And when you do things in terms, you don't get like half credits, partial credits or anything. You miss out on the entire credit. So because I was six weeks away from graduating and dropped out, I essentially missed all eight credits and including one from the year prior because i failed so i i i had to get nine credits so then while i was off um getting uh hernia surgery and and doing the repair i could work so i was like all right well i'll go back to school for a continuing education and which you can only take three courses at a time
1: yeah
0: yeah and, and here's the shitty thing
1: that means you'd have to take three semesters to get nine credits that sucks. Yeah. That's like a year and, and, and a here's, half.
0: And here's the shitty thing. You only need four credits before the board will consider you for maturity credits. Ah, oh, because you're over 21. You can get your diploma anyway. Yeah. So I got the three credits, but then I was all healed up after those three credits. Went back to work. Didn't have money right away to... uh to do even one course, course because yeah, they're not
1: cheap. It's like eight hundred dollars a course,
0: yeah. isn't it? Yeah, no, 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 no. no. It, it wasn't. It wasn't that much. I just had to pay the deposit for the books, in which okay, case okay. I'd, I'd return the deposit. But again, I hadn't been working, whatever. So by the time I had a paycheck and had the money to, I called them up and I'm like, "Hey, can I start the correspondence?" They're like, uh, "Bad news. Too much time has passed between your three courses, so now you have to take uh, the another three courses." or just take four courses. This episode is like,
1: about to get pretty anti-government. I'm, gonna lie, I'm not going <laughs> to lie, because they do the same bullshit with driver's licenses. Yeah. They fuck you. Oh, I'm going to yeah. swear a lot. They do it. I've seen, and okay, so you're talking about, I know that the systems have changed, but Days was the school that you went to for that. No, no. Continuing I went to, education I went, stuff.
0: I actually went to St. Gertrude's.
1: Okay, but there's, I'm saying there are specific yeah. schools for that. Yeah. And they've changed too. Now, Days is not, it used to be in the OC parking lot, and then it was at that school at, John and Center or some shit like that Gibbon Center or whatever and I think it's still there now I think that's still the continuing education center or whatever yeah 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 but yeah. It, like you know what, but it, it, and, and like you say it costs money it's at this point not really on any bus routes or in a part of town like I don't know about you but if I had a girlfriend that was walking to days to finish her GED I'd send her with a gun yeah. I'd give her a full on serial number removed gat <laughs> to go to school because I don't know if you've been downtown Oshawa in the past uh, couple months there boys ladies and gentlemen <clears throat> but don't it's it's just full of homeless people and, and crackheads. So like it's in a, you know what I mean? So I feel if someone today want to go back and, and finish that, <laughs> it would be a fucking nightmare. So w- when it came to high and school. And the money. When it came to high school, one of my
0: favorite courses was. And
1: $4 was, per ride on the bus. If you can't, <laughs> like, fuck, huh? how can anyone afford that?
0: Right. So when it came to high school, one of my favorite courses was English. One, because I speak it.
1: So <laughs> and I'm, English, I remember how I said I took applied English because it was my worst course. Yeah. Cause English is a lot of opinions. Like when you're writing those, Oh, you're going to write about why you think the stone angel has fucking <laughs> these specific oh, yeah. types of, yeah, and yeah. it's like, you need to have your intro and your three paragraphs and your outro. And I was just like, <laughs> mine were just like, this book was terrible introduction. So, <laughs> so
0: funny, funny. You should say that funny story on I that. A lot of shit. We ended up reading old, old man in the sea, Ernest Hemingway. Worst fucking book ever. Uh, I, I hated did, that book. I, I didn't mind it. But anyways, we had to write uh, a short little short essay on what we thought uh, the book represented. So I was uh, like. I used well, to get was in like- so much
1: shit for that. That it would be you. It's like, what the book represented to you. And I was Did like, you,
0: Mark. And I was like, Well, like the lunar cycle is much like the the menstrual cycle. Oh, so you were
1: good at running, the, at kissing that? See, I couldn't do it.
0: I'd be like, So I was like, N- uh, No, 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 no. Listen, and it's like, well, why do you feel like that? It's like, well, because when the lunar cycle's making the ocean go crazy, the menstrual cycle is making bitches go crazy, <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh my so, God. like, <laughs> every feminist in all of Canada, just shut the podcast off and filed
1: a complaint. <laughs> We're going to fall so far down uh, that chart. Uh, no, no, no no. <laughs> no. no, no, no. We love women. We love, we, we love you ladies. But sometimes you can get a little irritable. Jesus, no, that's, that's actually, that's, I mean, it, was it a it, male teacher? Yeah. It oh, was. so he loved it. He was like, yeah, this kid knows what's up. Well, no, no. It, if I it was mean, a girl teacher, she would have expelled you.
0: I'm not, <laughs> I'm not the only one in history that's kind of linked the linked lunar that, cycle yeah. and the menstrual cycle when it comes down to the ocean getting wild around. Well, the, it's called, okay,
1: just cycle. so everybody knows, mens, menstrual is lat, comes from the Latin word mensa and mensa is Latin for moon. Because the twenty-eight-day cycle of the moon, back before we had um, all these hormones the and, 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 and 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 estrogen Ding. pills back in the day, like in the sixties. Because this honestly, this is a pretty new thing for girls to be on birth control. It's like a past fifty years. Yeah. If you think about nineteen sixty, didn't exist. So in nineteen sixty, when the moon was full, it kind of drew it out of them. So girls tended to all go with the moon. So every and it's a twenty eight day cycle. So when it was a full moon, it was, you know. Bleedy time (laughs) for a long while until we fucked until now they have more. Now there's like IUDs and all this different type of birth control and all this, all these millions of, you know, and and we fill our heads with 5g and hormonal food and nothing's natural anymore. So now that we've all just removed from fucking the earth and society, everybody's different. But if you talk to old people about back in the day, yeah, that's what it's based off of is the moon. So that's a very accurate thing to say. Good. Mark, you're one smart motherfucker.
0: So don't just, not listening to the shot pod anymore. Heads up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Anyways,
0: no, that's that's funny. But okay, so here's another funny yeah. story. So Saint Gertrude's was actually like it, it's Saint Gertrude's. It's a Catholic school. I'd never done a religious school. I'm I'm all public school. Yes. So I didn't know anything. I didn't know anything about the rules or restrictions. So for a novel, Did you photoshop study,
1: your baptizing certificate. No, no. So actually, for or? a
0: novel study, we had to pick a book. And then at the end of the book, we had to present it. And we had to bring an article in that represented the book.
1: I, okay. I got it. When you're done this story, I, I, we had the same project. Okay. So and I almost me got being
0: into ghost stories, Ooh. I was like, okay, so um, I'm going into chapters to find a book and I couldn't find a good ghost story. So I ended up going into like the, the teen fiction section and I picked out this book called The Seance. And I was like, okay, it's The Seance. Okay. It sounds like it would be something up my alley. So I read it and then I ended up presenting the book like, no, I do not recommend this book. This book was definitely written for Buffy fans and I was not a Buffy, the the Vampire Slayer TV, TV show. So he enjoyed that. But the article that I brought in to represent the book was a Ouija board. And you can't bring a Ouija board into a Catholic school.
1: Oh, my God. Oh, my <laughs> fucking God. It's, it's... You brought a Ouija board to a Catholicism institute. So I I got in trouble. Did the Pope personally show up and smack you?
0: <laughs> no, no. I just, I just, I was told. Or well, like, molest you, depending on which day it was. As <laughs> soon as I presented it, one, I got in shit from the teacher. And the teacher just said, okay, take it out to your car right now. And it was a huge fucking board, so it wasn't just like the. Oh, park- you got a big one. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't just the Parker Brothers board. The park. So, so this was actually made by my brother with a wood burning kit. Oh my god. So it god. had like a satanic moon that had like a skull face Dude. and a demonic Dude. sun, and like it straight up <laughs> looked like something satanic. So, so the teacher's like, okay, so this might be hard to sneak out to your car, but as soon as you're done presenting it, get the fuck out. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Before the school burns down. <laughs> oh my God. Bishop Wales is on his way here right now. You better get done out of here. Oh my God. That's funny. That is so <laughs> funny. Um, so we had, uh, the same project yeah. and I chose, um, oh, you're going to shit on me. I'm I'll let you, I chose the Da Vinci code and then I spent the entire presentation shitting on religion and I almost got expelled. <laughs> two Christian kids from the school went and complained to the principal behind the English teacher's <laughs> back. And uh, they tried to kick me out for that too. I almost got kicked out of school a lot. Like I literally, I, I was like, oh, the, the bitchy code. I mean, it was out. It was in, two, this was in 2002 or three or something like that. Yeah. So it was like brand new. And I was reading, uh, I was a big John Grisham guy. I read a lot. I was doing security. So I read John Grisham novels, yeah. Dean Koontz. Um, oh fuck. Who else did I really dig at the time? Uh, all the Hunger Games. Tried Lord of the Rings. Hated it. I'm a big C.S. Lewis fan. I read all the Narnia books like ten times. I really, like oh, them. Yeah. I really like them. Um, anyways, I like Agatha Christie mysteries. Yes, Agatha Christie's good too. And then, uh, Hardy. I used to read all Hardy Boys books. Uh, I used to read all kinds yeah. of cool, and a lot, a lot of music bios. Ozzy's bio. Uh, Dave's bio gave girl um, uh, shitload of nerve every, you know, you know, Charles R is heavier than heaven. You know, I read all that kind of shit while yeah. I was in there. The dirt, you know, read that oh, yeah. while I was, nice. I was the huge into the bios. Johnny Cash's bio. Oh, so good man in black fucking loved it. Read all that kind of shit. Um, but yeah, I got in so much shit because I was just, I was like, Oh, I'll just take, I'll, I'll chat. And I read it and I was like, this is kind of basically saying that, religion doesn't exist. This whole book is kind of like, oh, so your whole religion. I mean, and I remember the Catholic church shitting on the book and cause it didn't get made into a movie for like 10 years because there was a lot of controversy around it when it first yeah. came out. It really was. And I was like controversy <laughs> yeah. and I brought it to school and I knew there was a few Christian kids in the class and I just basically shot on religion, but yeah, people kill each other and fucking do all kinds of crazy shit over this. And this book is basically just being like, none of it makes sense. There's a lot of evidence that everything you believe in isn't real and that it was written <laughs> on, and it was written on, paper. you know, they can, it was basically, you know, my my project was to take the Bible and and I brought in the dead, dead Sea Scrolls and I talked about them. I brought in the contradictory from the book of whatever to the, you know, book of Luke as opposed to the book of Matthew. And, and I mean, my parents are, my mom's religious as fuck. I've read the Bible three, four times. Yeah. I've read the book of Mormon. I've read, and I've seen the play. Uh, I've read, um, What's it called? Uh, <laughs> a really horribly translated English version of Munkampf. You know what I mean? You got to read all this. I've read everything I can that, 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 that's considered you know a big thing in the world. Yeah. You know what I mean? And reading the Bible doesn't mean you're religious. It means that you want to know what the fuck people worship. I want to know why everybody thinks this is great. You know what I mean? So I was actually educated enough to destroy it in front of everybody and be like, hey, what about when this guy said this and this guy said that? I don't think Jesus existed and this is why. And it's just, oh my God, the Jewish kids in the class thought it was great. So
0: you didn't react to it the same way Beavis did where he's like, oh,
1: <laughs> this book's kind of cool. This kind of cool. <laughs> no, I was like, <laughs> uh, actually, it is, it is kind of cool, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Because there's a lot of, I, I still quote the Bible today. He who hath no sin cast the first stone. That's a good line. You want to fucking talk shit? Be prepared <laughs> to be fucking perfect. I love that line. Um, oh, yeah. I I could go on for days. To be honest, I've got a, I got quite a few that I'll throw at people. Uh, that's a good one. My mom did it my whole life, so I you know started picking my own. Oh, mom, you want to quote the Bible to me? Let me fucking quote it to you. You know what I mean? <laughs> and we went, It's it, now we can have constructive arguments about David and Goliath and all the and whatever the hell we want. You know what I mean? Like we can really talk about this shit, um, and, have, and have educated discussions about it, which is what people should do. But yeah, I shat on it in school, and everybody. With, like, it was funny that the teacher, the teacher was like, Alex, what a enticing presentation. I got like a 92. And then all of a sudden I was in the office with Miss Duckworth again, because she's like, yeah, three of the kids um said that you basically said their religion doesn't exist. And I was like, what? And she's like, yeah, you know, you can't do that. And I was like, yeah, I can. Actually, I got a 92 doing it. <laughs> like, I fucking, oh man, I school didn't go well for me. So
0: actually in uh, high school, just before I dropped out. Uh, I started suffering from really bad insomnia. So like that's me right now. Like I'm still an insomniac up all night. Nothing has changed. Nothing's changed. But with that, I ended up starting to become really late at school day after day, after day, after day. So then they start to lose fucks. So then I got in school suspension, in school suspension, in school suspension. And every day I would be doing my work in the office, but I wouldn't be doing my work. I'm like, well, I'm still tired now. So, I'm going to fall asleep now. So, I just fall asleep in the office beside the office. Yeah. And I'd wake up to a new person who is in detention beside me fucking hey, so every, every day. And I just like kind of wipe the drool off the desk off my face and I'm like, "Hey, hey, what's up?" And I go back to sleep and wake up somebody else new. But then it got to the point where the teacher uh, or sorry, the teacher, the principal, was she the main principal or, or vice, vice principal? principal. <laughs> Miss Moundy, whatever she She, I don't know, she fucking scolded me over something, and I threatened to either walk away or blow up her car. (laughs) And she told me to walk away. So I walked away, and that was the time right there. That was it. You were
1: out. You're like, no more for me. You know what? And I'll be honest... I'll be honest, I blame the education system. I mean, in-school suspension, what the fuck is that? Like, wake up. There was a few things about when we went to school, like I said, that I kind of missed, that I feel like kids are missing out on, but there was a lot of bad, too, that has since been solved. I think that's part of it. I think there's more of a focus on individual kids.
0: um, There's a much bigger focus now on individual kids, mainly around...
1: I'm going to get controversial after this.
0: Around the premise that um, so many kids learn in different ways that now more teachers are focusing on the different ways that kids
1: learn. Are you guys ready to unsubscribe? Here we go. When we were in elementary we school- We don't
0: want you to, though. We
1: don't, but you might get offended here. When we were in high school, the special kids had their own class. Yeah. Okay? And I'm not trying to be a dick here because I got lots of friends. I got a buddy of mine with a kid in a wheelchair. I got, you know, that's, that's not all there. I got friends with kids with Down syndrome. I got, I, I'm involved in this, right? It's, it's a sensitive topic, but I'm gonna, I might make a little bit light of it. I feel like we had a better setup with those kids. They came later than we did on a different bus, and they left earlier than we did in the day. You know what I mean? Like they had their own world, and they would let them out to hang out with us. Now yeah. and then, you know, we had like frosh days and when we had, you know, lunch, lunch was free for all. We were all, they were in the calf with us. And now, now these days, those kids are integrated into regular classrooms with, um, teacher's assistants there that are supposed to help them. And I'm a firm believer that the class moves as fast as the dumbest kid. And um, and if the, you've got the dumbest kid right there, everyone's going to move at his pace. And I don't think that's fair as a kid who was. Uh, accelerated intelligence. Yeah, I'll say it. I'm I'm a cocky fuck. I don't care. My mom, like, she instilled so much in me when I was young that that, that school was supposed to instill in me. She was just like, on the ball, you better know your shit. So by the time I got there, I was so ahead of the game. I was doing long division in grade two. I remember it. I've got a very good memory. Long division in grade two and I was doing the Pythagorean theorem. Late grade five. Late grade five. We were touching that shit. Y equals MX plus B was grade six for me. Like, it, that's three See, years early. Even, even that, three as soon years as older. as the alphabet got involved in math, I was like, wait, what? A squared <laughs> plus B squared equals C squared. I was fucking with that in like grade nine. Like I, I was early on this stuff. Yeah. So anyways, so as a kid who was I ahead of the bus. curve and very frustrated <laughs> with the level and the pace I had to move at for these other fucking kids, I feel bad for kids that were like, that are in my boat that have... A special education kid, may be in the class, we got to work at their pace. I don't think that's fair. I think the way we had it set up where they had their own thing and we had our thing was better. And I, I'm a firm believer that should change. I really, really am. I want to say
0: it takes a real piece of shit to pick on like those, those handicapped kids,
1: and they do with them in the cl- integrated in the classroom. Those piece of shit kids get that opportunity. Mm-hmm. They didn't when they had their so own
0: class. When I was at McLaughlin, there was somebody from that class who was in the bathroom. Who got uh, thrown out of his wheelchair and his wheelchair got stolen. Wow. So, so that was next level shit. Huge, head. huge shithead. But one thing that was cool was the one person that obviously would stoop that low now had literally everybody, every kid in the school, hunting for him. Yeah. Everybody. Where's
1: Ethan? I heard, <laughs> I heard he took uh, Tarted Johnny's wheelchair. Let's go fucking get him. Yeah. 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 No, that's kind of remember. I was talking about Letter Kenny's best episodes. Yeah. And there's one where Jay Bearishell shows up and he's like a super right wing racist. And at the end of the show, all the book, uh Wayne, the main character, is dating a black girl and everybody's very progressive in the town. They're all very open to, you know, gays and they're open to, you know, uh, people of all color. Like there's no, discre- very Canadian town. Everybody yeah. loves everybody. It's a melting pot, just like every part of Canada. And then they find Jay Barrishell and a few of his right wing buddies and they fuck him up. They fuck <laughs> him up so hard in the snow. Like, oh, you want to be a right wing racist? Piece of shit, do you pop pop? Love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. Did that happen to, the, to, to that kid? Um, n-
0: nothing I know of. I don't know if he was at, ever found because he was probably scared shitless. Good because everybody but, knew, like, yeah. everybody knew, like, everybody was looking. And when for I talk to
1: educators, like my friend Jen and people who work as teachers, and when I talk to uh, people who are friends of mine with children in the system. And I got lot, like my, my friend, det has got a seven year old and I talk to him all the time. Like I ask these kids, you know, like what's school like, how's school going kind of thing. And it's in, like, they, they'll all say the same thing. You know, it's hard to be in a class with two or three of these, these special education kids and everyone's working at their pace. Yeah. Now nah, I, I don't think that's fair to the other kids. So I'll, I'll throw that one out there. I think that needs to change about school. I don't know if that's an Ontario specific or Canada, spe- Canada specific. One thing I will say Canada has the best, one of the best education systems in the world. We're very smart people. France, England, and Germany might have our asses beat, but other than those three, I think we're doing pretty good. Well, here's
0: here's one thing: um, we end up learning so much about so many other cultures, and and so many. You other don't get cultures. that in those other countries. History, yeah. yeah. So like we've learned a lot about U.S. history in Canada,
1: and we are raised not to be ignorant to the Native casualties and the. Slaughter fest of white people just going through the world and enslaving people and shipping yeah. them on. Like, they don't make any bones about that stuff. I'm not, they don't make us feel white guilt about it, but they make us understand where we come from. You yeah. know what I mean? And when there's colored kids in the class, like I remember being in a class with a very pretty multi diverse group of kids and being like, this is what happened back in the day. You guys should love each other, but this is, you didn't always, like, your great grandparents wanted to fuck kill each other. And, so, and it almost brought us closer together as kids because there was this oh my God, you know, genocide existed. And I feel like these days they're like, no, genocide never existed. Take down those statues and don't teach them those lessons. And it's like, why? That's part of why I'm such an open loving person, even though I kind of grew up with pretty homophobic racist parents for the most part as a, as a young man. But I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm, uh, those aren't issues for me. I've got lots of gay friends and lots of friends that are not white. Nine. Yeah. I was making a joke the other day about how all my friends are native. It's like, wait a minute. Everyone I know is like an eighth half or three quarter native. That's like <laughs> my, my close buddy, man. Yeah. I love natives. I didn't, didn't even know it. You know what I mean? Like I'm super, I don't even see it. It's just, they're just people to me. They're just homies. They're just my bros. They're just people. Well, uh, one thing I like
0: about Tom McDonald in one of Tom McDonald's songs is he talks about like when we're little, when it comes to uh, races, you're, you're only focusing on the race that you're actually racing. Until you're taught later, when we were
1: younger. The only races we didn't like were the ones that we ran and didn't win. Yes, and then and then later, then we stopped playing with each other, started, started hating, hating on each on other, started, started noticing, noticing the, the color of our skin. skin. Right. Yep. So
0: here in Canada, every, everybody's just in like just part of the the culture. Like your class, the melting pot. Yeah, your class is just so diverse. My one of my best friends when I was little was his name was Amir
1: he was an amazing fucking person. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not until you get older and somebody rips on Amir for being a different color that you're like, oh, fuck. Amir's not like me. I didn't even notice. You know, that's what it was like for me. I remember like, I'm a hip-hop guy, so I hung out with a lot of black kids because I really liked hip-hop music and my parents didn't like. I had a Coolio CD when Gangsta's Paradise came out. You know, I loved Eminem. I had a Biggie CD I had Ready to Die. You know what I mean? And my parents took that shit away from me because I was at school saying, like, fuck this or fuck that. They're like, ah, he swears too much. Take his records from him. <laughs> like, and they took my Blink records, too, because they had swearing as well and Kid Rock, to be yeah. fair. But they took those as well, but I'm just saying, like, it was a weird thing for me when somebody would be racist or homophobic towards somebody and I'd be like, oh yeah, like it would hit me like a ton of bricks that that person's different. It was so easy for me to not look at them like that because, and I truly, because like I said, I had kind of racist, homophobic parents. When I, was yeah. young. I mean, my, my mom's cool now. Don't get me wrong. She's very progressive now, but back in the 90s, it was different. I mean, we even hated the French. My parents were are from New Brunswick, so they were like, ah, fuck the French, the FLQ, and they want to separate. Let them have their own country. Kill them all." Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's how I was raised. It's tough, yeah. tough for to you for you to not think like that when you get older. And a massive part of it is because of my education, because I went to school with brown kids and black kids and gay kids that said that they were openly not the same and and all this kind of stuff. Trans wasn't really a thing so much when we were kids. It's become a thing now. Yeah. But either way, it's 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 not an issue, and it's not an issue because people are people. A good person is a good person no matter what the fuck those details are yeah i feel like we got that education i don't feel like these kids do no. i feel like these days this like the segregations by shoving them all into one and saying get along it's worse
0: oh yeah yeah, yeah.
1: but that's just my personal opinion
0: but but i mean nowadays they're, they're just trying to keep everybody separate
1: right and you have to be tolerant of everything Every, like that's the, when we were kids yeah, well, uh, well, okay, intolerance wasn't accepted But there wasn't so much accepting of everything that people, because I think that's where a lot of this racism and this shit kind of stems from is the fact that it's like, you're not allowed to ever disagree ever, ever. You know what I mean? And part of why we are better amalgamated into this non-homophobic, non-racist kind of thing where we're all homies and we're all fucking uh, the melting pot of Canada is because we weren't given a choice. Yeah. And these kids are. Here, well
0: here's a weird thing so my teen years when I was hanging out at the park be, uh, behind the school it, it came down to, no it came down to <laughs> no. that that typical um click war of like punks versus homies kind of thing yeah like it ended up becoming this and you had somebody from this I mean, the the people that I claim punks that hung up behind the mall, it, it wasn't all punks. Like it was, it was a mixture of of everybody, but it it still ended up being the homies against everybody. And so when I say these homies, like there, there was this guy named micaiah who was just a shit starter. Like yeah. he came out here and was like, this guy's fucking racist. And then I literally saw a buddy I went to elementary school with. I fucking went to this guy's birthday party and gave him a swamp thing toy who's believing this guy who's instigating shit saying we're a bunch of racists. Yeah. And he's like, "Oh yeah, these guys are all racist." And it's like, "Wait, what the fuck? Mark? This guy's name was Mark." I'm Mark. Mark, it's fuck. What the, yeah. why, what are, what, why are what, you so, what, what, what? why are you so wound up? What the fuck yeah. is going, you think I'm fucking racist? I was, I was with you at your birthday
1: party. Yeah. We hung out. If what I didn't like you, I wouldn't have come. <laughs> yeah. You know? Or bought a gift. Like, yeah. I, I And I think that, uh, that everyone, everyone knows that they're, they're those, those kids. You know what I mean? I, I think a person that's not, that's why I love when someone calls someone racist or homophobic and they get their their background up about it. It's bad. If, if you're not, if you're legit not, okay, because, I mean, we've all got, I'm not going to lie, there are definitely certain groups of people out there, like as a mechanic, I'll be like, man, I love working with Guyanese people. People are like, wow, why? I'll be like, because Guyanese mechanics are the best. <laughs> they're like, they're good at their job. They're funny as fuck. And they have the best food. So, whenever I work somewhere, someone's like, oh, so and so, an ill's Guyanese, I'll be like, I go hang out with an ill because I know he's got good food. He's going to make me laugh. And if I'm stuck on a car, he's going to help me. You know what I mean? Like, there, there are good stereotypes out there. There's also some bad stereotypes out there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, don't hang out with this guy because this guy's super cheap and he won't go in on lunch with you. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's just life. It's just okay. That doesn't make it a race thing. It just means John's not very good about paying up on lunch. Somebody, that guy though, that guy you're talking about will go, that's racist! You don't want to get, you're, it's, you're a racist. It's like, no, it's not. John just never pays for lunch, fucker. Doesn't matter where he comes from. Yeah. I don't give a fuck if he's white. I don't give a fuck if he's Jewish. Or I don't give a fuck if he's Asian. He doesn't contribute enough to lunch. Fuck him. <laughs> that's the end of it. You know what I mean? And I, uh, that's. I just keep thinking of Chappelle's, fuck him. That's why. <laughs> fuck him. That's why. Speaking of Chappelle. Oh, okay. Have you seen the new special? Yeah. Okay. I dug it, but it is a lot of LGBTQ fucking talk. Like it's the whole. Oh yeah. Best. No, it's because I thought he should have diversified a little. Well, no, because the I love the special, but because fuck, it's a the lot. one before that, yeah, I know he was the,
0: criticized
1: the car driving set. Yeah, yeah, I know. But he, that doesn't mean the reason Dave's so good is because he doesn't focus on that stuff. He usually gives you a piece of it and goes, "Fuck you, I don't care what you think," and then he moves on. But he didn't move on. He spent the whole special talking about the same shit. Yeah,
0: because nobody is giving him a hard time. Aside from... So he was just trying to community. drive it home. I'll yeah. do what I want,
1: bitch. Yeah. I love, you know, I, I love Dave. And give him his $50, Comedy Central. Give him his $50 million. Just shut
0: up. Apparently, him. he got that. that. That was settled. He ended up getting that. He ended up getting pieces of
1: uh, reruns. No, no. He got it. Show me. Well, show me. I want to see an article where he got it all. Because, uh, anyways, Dave's a good guy. And I feel like more people should kind of follow Dave's... I don't care. Like, comedians right now? Dude, with this, we're talking about, you know, things you could get away with saying back in the day, things you can't say now, education being different when we were kids, you know, all this kind of stuff. In the past 15 years, all this changed towards, oh, take down the Civil War statues. Uh, don't teach kids all the, the, the all this history. It's it's genocidal
0: and horrible. That's why he returned to Netflix, because he got paid.
1: Oh, okay, that's recent. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Uh, yeah, cuz uh, there was this talk about him leaving after that last special. Yeah. But I guess I did read that he was back by Oh yeah, yeah, why. he
0: just he he was just approved for a new special in 2022. Thank
1: God. Thank God. Yeah. He'll he'll make us all giggle again.
0: All right. Well, I mean, this is a long ass episode. Yeah, this is a long episode. So we got to cut it right here.
1: I, I I hate that we have to cut it a lot, but I, but I know we do. But I love it. I know we just I kept going. It's, it, it's... I've had a few episodes where I'm like, "Fuck! Thank God we're at two hours." You know what I mean? But not this one. This one I could go all day. <laughs> so school's stressful, man. School oh, yeah. is stressful. If yeah. you got kids in school, man, just make sure that if you have an issue, if you yeah, if
0: you have an issue, your kids have an issue that you're talking to them, and if not, you have to pry it out of them because we don't want any more accidents. Can I
1: say some super controversial shit, right, real quick before we go? You can cut it if you want. Don't be afraid to hit your kids. I'm sorry. Too many kids these days not getting hit, and they're little (laughs) bastards, okay? Give your kid a backhand now, and then let them know there's consequences for being a dick, okay? Because I'm tired of my... But don't leave
0: leave a mark, because then it's illegal.
1: Don't beat them to death. Don't be mean about it. But, you know, (laughs) just let them know that when they go to school, they shouldn't be bullying other kids, because otherwise they're going to come home with consequences. That was a big part of me being a good kid at school. And I know maybe my mom was a bit over the top, because she was a single mom and a small woman, so she could get away with letting me have it, okay? Uh, But I'm just saying, there's nothing wrong with putting the fear of God in your children. And I think it's a big part of what's wrong with the world today. These kids are all going out. And I saw this meme the other day. I'll say to Mike Tyson's voice, it was a picture of Mike Tyson. And it was, a lot of you people need to get used to getting hit in the face. You don't get hit in the face. And that's why you talk so much shit online. And I was like, Mike's right. We talk so much shit and we're keyboard warriors because some of us forget what four knuckles in the side of our teeth feel like. And I'm telling you, it's part of growing up. It's part of becoming a man. And it's part of... Being, it's part of your education. You're learning yeah. to shut the fuck up. All right. Are we going to rock those tunes? Oh, here's the tune. All right. So I want to thank everybody for listening.
0: And I want to say we always talk about searching up the Shop Pod with a, zero with a zero on all platforms. But I definitely encourage you to share it. If you're enjoying what we're talking about, our content, our conversations, if you have a laugh, be sure to share it with a friend. Yeah, while you're
1: listening, just click the little share button, drop it in your feed. So Spread it like know. your
0: girl's legs. <laughs>
1: Talk to you guys next. Nice. <laughs> Peace.